This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one Russell Brand. I'm Al Worth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand's show with my co-host, Lauren B. Hi, it's me, Lauren B. Um, and hey, it's not just me. No, Hello, we're me. back. Yeah. Back to doing yeah. the thing. Yeah. And Happy I, year, everybody. Yeah, I <laughs> am the host that does not know the quagmire we were about to wade into, but it hasn't been good yet, and I bet it won't be today. No, it is not, which is why oh. we do the good thing before the bad thing. Lauren, what is your good thing before the bad thing <laughs> this week? Uh-huh. So it's a little belated because it's Christmas, mm. Christmas presents, okay. but specific- oh. I have visual right. aids. Um, I'll be described, we'll be describing for listeners, but I'm going to need you to help me out with a bit real quick because (laughs) Christmas, um, I didn't, I didn't get to this year. Um, but usually like Mike and I make stuff for each other for Christmas, um, which is, it sounds like a macaroni necklace when you say that, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) which also I nothing to sneeze at in my opinion, but, um, that's what I would make. I live for a macaroni. I live for gluing some macaroni onto a box, onto a cigar box. I think that's fantastic, but we do get a little more spicy, right? So, um, Mm -hmm. and this year, I think because (laughs) this may have been helped along by the fact that a previous good thing had been the Jersey shore, but I had a very, like, I I had a partially Jersey shore centric, uh <laughs> section of my christmas present and um okay so <laughs> it's very stupid and uh and i i i want to encourage everybody to be as dumb as you possibly can and use the skills that you have at your disposal i didn't get to make stuff this year i you know i i ran around and found stuff instead of making some stuff hmm. um but so i i have a new shirt that uh-huh. mike printed for me and even like cool we were very surreptitious i tricked him so i could buy a cool uh like button up it was a lot of trickery a lot of deception went into this christmas which i (laughs) i'm always here for and so this year i so i'm gonna stand i'm gonna move my hair and i need you to read the front of my shirt and then the back Uh of my shirt and my fellow jurors day observers will get it and you'll see so I almost certainly won, but all right, let's do it. Well, let's but it. it's also, but it's, you'll get it. So, okay. but it's, it's okay. a way to represent what's happening all in audio form. Yeah. 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 In yeah. my, well, in my head anyway, we'll see how it actually goes, but yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So all right, I'm going to scoot back from let's the microphone. Oh, of course I'm going to run into it. Great. Okay. <laughs> all right. Knock some shit over. All right. Um, bam says the front. And the back says, boo, bam, boo. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> so, it's okay. a crop top. It's like he figured out this specific like shirt that I enjoy to wear. And like, this was like a whole elaborate like de- deception. It was a Rube Goldberg device of deception for the nicest. Okay. The one of the clubs <laughs> they go to where fights always happen on the show is called Bamboo. And all the big security guards have shirts. And they're they've been funny to me since I first saw them on the show uh, in what 2010? The uh, the club is called Bamboo. Uh-huh. And all their security guards have big black shirts with big white lettering. 
and the front says bam and the back says boo boo. so i got the lady body version okay that's great it's so stupid it's so stupid and in previous years oh if it's not both I'm not interested. So in previous yeah. years, and I'm showing this one, this is a life-size uh, pillow of my dog, Walter, who, oh. um, you know, had to basically, because of COVID, had to go live full-time with his dad. Um, and so Mike made me a full-size pillow of oh. my little Korg babe. And in previous years, let's see, this was, man, none of these look really great, but he made, I think this is the first Christmas we were dating, uh, LB2MP, mind-to-mind communication candle. He got, like, way into the, like, CIA, like, ESP tests. So (laughs) made a candle. And we also experiment with, like, our own creative stuff. So he was, like, trying to figure out how to print on glass. So they're not a, a, a light a light abrasion on this glass and the picture's gone but oh okay because it's an experiment you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, yeah, um yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. and i've made i grabbed some i made this uh weed grinder that says minimal water damage and it's got a picture of mark corrigan on it <laughs> i figured that excellent. out one year excellent. and yep. i have a an old portrait of our dog george this is like I, I think it was the same year the next year from the candles. This is a while back, and this is that's George. So that's I cute. encourage everyone out there to get creative because it's kind of fun. But yeah. the shirt yeah. is the and now I can now I can put on my ooh, my button up because it's cold in here. But yeah, I it's the dumbest thing. It's so stupid, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. So no, I needed to brag because also Mike did us a big solid and did uh off brand with me last week. So, you know, it's a little brag on this person that helped us out. Um, yes. Yeah. Mike deserves all the love in the world. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. And also his ideas are so dumb and good. So, so yeah. What's your good thing before the bad thing? Uh, it's a very simple one, but being able to vocalize. <laughs> <laughs> being able to oh to yeah say, <laughs> to, to speak yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to actually say words to have to have things come out when i when i attempt to say things it's um yeah one of those things that you don't realize how much you need it until you don't have it uh, oh i was texting you like how do we as human beings avoid <laughs> this we? like the fucking play yeah because yeah. uh, i know what's <clears throat> made me lose my voice Thank you, yeah. Six Flags. Right? Like yeah, 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 that's yeah. been the moment, but like, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. What's what's terrifying? There are so many reasons it can just happen. It really can. Like, oh it really okay. can. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. That's that's not happened to me before. Not a fan. Gotta be said. And and trying to trying to communicate with a three year old through mime is is less mm. than ideal. Mm. <laughs> no, but thank you. Know you. We got there. We did it. We did it. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm glad to be, I'm still not quite a hundred percent, but I'm most of the way there. And, oh, it feels good. It feels good. Um, yeah, so no yeah, shit. that is my very good thing, uh, before the bad thing this week. <laughs> now we, uh, we have a show to deal with, uh, but first we should thank some new patrons. So, uh, the sun won't stop shining. You are now an awakening wonder. You are indeed an awakening wonder. Thank you, the sun Thank you, how shining. positive. I live Don't in Chicago, posi- so <laughs> bone to pick with that. But 
It's I appreciate the, the notion. Or, or it, it's a complaint, you know, oh, the sun won't stop shining. I've heard God. both. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? And I see you and I hear yeah. you either from either direction. Both are entirely valid. Mm -hmm. uh, Karen Cox, you are now on Awakening Wonder. You are indeed an Awakening Wonder. Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Very much appreciated. Uh, Eric Harbauer, you are now on Awakening Wonder. You are indeed an Awakening Wonder. Thank you, Eric. Excellent Thank you name. so much. Mm -hmm. Stefan, you are now an Awakening Wonder. You are indeed an Awakening Wonder. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. I'm going to assume it's Stefan because the... It, I it, went to Welsh... SNL immediately. Uh, that's where oh, I went. <laughs> there, well, there's a Welsh version of this name, but that has two Fs. So I'm going to assume it's Stefan rather than Stefan because that's the, that's the Welsh kind of, you know, difference. Um, I went Bill also... Hader. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, fair, but again, Welsh, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I, I grew up with a lot of Stefans, so. Um, also, I missed a message from one of our patrons uh, last month, and I incorrectly gave them a shout-out under the name Guawa. Um, the correct shout-out is as follows. Peter Popoff has your inheritance. You are now an Awakening Wonder. <laughs> you are indeed an Awakening Wonder. <laughs> so thank you, Peter Popoff has Yikes. your inheritance. You are now. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Um, and if anyone truth wants hurts. to support us. The truth yeah, hurts, right. buddy. Oh, man. <laughs> if anyone wants to support us in what we do, become an Awakening Wonder, join the Invisible Hand, or donate on an elevated tier, head to patreon.com slash onbrand, and you will have our eternal gratitude. Is this which allows us to be editorially independent and ad-free. As a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off-Brand, where we talk about pretty much anything but Russell Brand, a la last week's main feed show, which was also Off-Brand. Um, and uh, please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube. Or if you listen in the Spotify app, the video will come up there too. Oh, right. So it has been a minute. Um, it, it feels like ages since we've done this, to be perfectly honest. Um, last we covered was Russell's decidedly unfestive Christmas special with Jonathan Pajot. Uh, and since then, he's he's done his whole conspiracy theory to conspiracy fact thing, which, as predicted, was him stringing together a slew of his old editorials, which we've already covered, and going, see, I was right, when he was, in fact, full of shit from the outset. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, I'd it love was to pretty... see some new ideas. You know what I mean? I like, know, right? I know. Um, but it's a clip show. What are you going to do? You know, it's... it's, uh, it's I mean, it's, yeah, it's, end of your clip it's show. Re it's reruns, isn't it? Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah if it didn't have the lie layer, it'd be like, well, it, I guess. Yeah, it. yeah I'd, it would be fine, yeah. Um, yeah, not not uh, not particularly thrilled with it. There wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really much meat on those bones. Just kind of same old, same old. Um, yeah, since then, uh, well, Russell has only in truth come back to work this week, as he had uh, a few pre-recorded editorials and interviews, which he put up to fill the space until January eighth. Hmm. Um, yeah, so sounds had, like, nice. It sounds great. He's had like a few weeks, hasn't he? <laughs> Sounds pretty sweet. Cool. Um, yeah. Cool for you, girl. Yeah. Um, so in, in looking at those, I kind of had a choice of three things to cover. Three three guests, right? Um, 
all of which were decent contenders. One was Vandana Shiva, who we may come back to at some point because of the conversation about farming and Bill Gates, and the fact that opposite Wim Hof, she was one of Russell's community festival headliners last year. Um, oh, but, I do know. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 but, yep. Uh, unfortunately, the conversation itself was a fucking snooze. Mm. Um, just, just really dull. Um, and and had, had the classic, I'm almost relieved um, to hear that. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. good news always. I, not for I, the show, but for Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I do feel like less, less of an less of an impact, you know. I'm I'm like, you know what, I'm yeah. fine with that. Um yeah. she, she'll she also has the, the typical kind of boomer thing of, of having the, the camera just pointed upward like uh like you know, a kind of at at Okay, the, um, okay, at but wait. Neck. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There is you it was very sweet and lovely that you posted a very festive photo. On our Patreon. Yeah, no, that that was I know that was from that perspective. And but you that was did to the, get the exact thing. <laughs> I did. You but did that the was... exact ah, ah, ah. You did the to... exact <laughs> same thing. <laughs> ah. I wouldn't I wouldn't record an interview from that perspective. No, that was purely to get my Christmas Granted. jumper in the in the shot. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um sure. I, I wanted sure. I wanted that to be present. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> and but, also uh, fair point, fair, uh, fair, uh, fair differential for sure. But I yeah, just, <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend an hour and a half with, with just a, a camera pointed upward at my neck being like, yeah, this is good entertainment. <laughs> this is, this is a good view for people to look at. <laughs> Yeah, right. If we like talk to our parents, it's enough. Like that's all. Yeah. Like, that's, oh. like, boy, the ceiling's Good looking Lord. great, guys. Okay, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. Oh, magnificent. No, um, no, yeah. Uh, so he oh, also girl. had. Um, oh. Okay. He had Chris Hedges on, um, the, the, the left-wing Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Chris Hedges. Um, now, I, I do have some issues with Chris Hedges, namely his pro-Russia stances, among others. Um, but I, I, I don't know how much you know about the guy, but I think it's probably fair to say on balance that we would agree with him on a lot more things than the average stay-free guest. Yeah. Um, he does seem to be genuinely pretty pretty lefty for the most part um the, the the subject of conversation there was israel palestine and the genocide that's being carried out in gaza um and mostly russell just nodded along claiming that he was there to be educated um you know so so he can he can be like oh, i don't know anything you you tell me um though he offered pushback in defense of israel a couple of times but nothing particularly substantive i think it was just kind of his attempt to to walk that middle line because Chris Hedges was very much like, they're killing everyone, you know, <laughs> um, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the best part for me was definitely Hedges describing Trump's base as Christian fascists, which did not oh. go down well in the comments section. <laughs> I <laughs> given mean, show mm -hmm, me the lie, though. <laughs> accurate, yeah. But uh, given that Russell's audience is largely made up of Trumpers, did not go down well at all. Um, I can see how mm. this the the gaza genocide that's happening is putting a lot like it I, i'm getting it here you know uh -huh. with with our show and a yeah. few other like the strange bedfellows are not working out you know no, what i mean like weird. it is and, yeah it, it yeah yeah am i like really yay odd. let them fight but also don't fight because one side is clearly in the right like it's very yeah. It's funny yeah. to see this shake out, and I wonder how it will 
pan out long term because we're already in a place where I, like yeah. oh rain wilson's not coming back on this show so there's like <laughs> I a don't hu- think so. you know and like <laughs> and not even a year that's a huge shift for like true. the position of russell's show so that's like true. we know th- and that's that's just an example but that's like this one point of like mm-hmm. this one little fly in the ointment and it seems like yeah. flies have been getting kind of peppered into that ointment quite a bit more <laughs> Am I crazy? Yeah, just, Am well, I it's, crazy? It's, it's 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 pretty much a fly ointment at this stage, is it not? Um, is but... it more fly than ointment? Well, it's, I think <laughs> yeah, that it, yeah. it might get to more fly than ointment. It's and I'm like, yeah. I'm interested because, yeah. like, that's what I'm. You know, <laughs> I mean, my Instagram, uh, like, you know, feed and content has become mostly trying to keep up to date and up to speed with like Palestinian journalists. So it's been a very like, uh, this isn't going to go well for the propaganda, the propagandists. It's, it's interesting. Like the, the, the only interesting aspect is, is Russell. He's not really had anyone that's been hugely pro Israel on the show yet. Right. I imagine he probably will. I don't know if he'll get fucking Ben Shapiro on or someone like that. Um, but uh, yeah, right. But, um, but every time someone does come on who, who is very much on the side of the Palestinians, um, he does kind of try and walk that middle line every single time, which is the interesting part. He's just, he's refusing to pick a side. Um, d- despite public opinion, I would say, going el- overwhelmingly in one direction, pretty much. Um, Even you know. our governments are starting to, like, really yeah. change. Yeah. Co- like, I, I have, like, little bits yeah. of hope. Crazy. Yeah. I know. It's, Shocking. It's interesting. Maybe I'm we'll, naive. We'll, and I'm I'll, also I'll be keeping, um, I'll be hopeful, keeping an but... eye. No, I know. I'll be keeping an eye in the next couple of weeks to see yeah. kind of um, to how how that goes. Because again, the, it was also recorded before Christmas. I don't know if that makes any fucking difference in the world, but um, you right, know, right, it's, right, um, right. It, it might it's be in Russell's in Russell's universe. Yeah, it is. It is a weird thing to keep tabs on, but um, but I'm it's I'm interesting. Going to. Yeah, and to see the percentage of fly to ointment. And how this yeah. is all going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I just, mm, it doesn't seem like it's going to go great with the, the bases that they're relying yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're kind of, um, the, I think they're not quite sure which, which direction to take it. Russell certainly isn't. That's for sure. Um, and I think there is that problem. They'll get there. They'll get there. Well, right. it, it and like, needs a little when, more time. When are we yeah. on the battlefield where one side is the community, like woo wee woo burlap mm. and 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 pompous grass festival, and the other side is his locals channel? Like, when yeah, are we right. gonna get to that <laughs> racist conflict? Trumpers. It yeah, feels yeah, like I... that's gonna happen in some form. You would would think. I I suspect they marry together better than anyone would have thought. Um, That's that's what's in the back of my mind. But uh, yeah, time time will tell. Yeah, and Um, I'm not necessarily. I don't know what. That's the thing. I don't know what that will look like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A, a kind of a Russell Brand civil civil war would be fascinating <laughs> to see, but but maybe maybe we're being optimistic. Um, but uh, oh, I'm yeah, not optimistic would... about any of it, and I don't yeah. want to even entertain that. I'm interested Entirely as fair. to see. Entirely I'm fair. I'm I think observing is the right move and noting, yes. taking yes. Uh, uh, um, taking little notes and letting it fly. Because what are mm-hmm. we going to do? But yeah. that's kind of what we can do anyway. 
So as as for Chris Hedges, um, yeah, the, the 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 most kind of interesting part was was the was the Trump Christian fascist thing, which was very very funny and upset a lot of people. Spicy, um, and, that's and, a spicy yeah, meatball. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 on that show, it was great. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I do know that um, R- Russell was then saying in the kind of segments in between, hey, I know this is someone many of you will disagree with, but let's listen to opposing voices. Which, fine, he's met his quota of opposing views for the next six months and can go back to purely hosting alt-right grifters. And then he's still able to say, oh, I hear our both sides on this show. Look, I have Chris Hedges up. You know, it's it's the, yeah, it, that that's that's a good chunk of the Yeah, it's kind of crazy um, that he's not just a right wing, like he's not a Ben Shapiro that's kind of, or even a Candace Owens that's just been the one setting the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, he's working the the, the different aspects yeah. angle, and it's yeah, not yeah. gonna, like, I don't know of anyone, a- any other kind of, like, propagandist person that's coming from where Russell is coming from, and which is part of why yeah. we started the show to begin with. I'm interested. I just feel like, what the fuck is with this guy? This is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Well, the thing is, he's making that presentation, and he's making a good effort to make that presentation, and there's good reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I think yeah. there's 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 good money in it for him if he can present himself as balanced um, in some kind of way, even though he's absolutely not, as we have covered in every single thing that he's ever done. If he can pull um, it off, it could put him in the off. front of the pack. Genuinely, maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. Um, you know, he 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 does have a few legal cases working against him, so mm. so maybe that'll <laughs> maybe that'll slow him down a bit. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might it might be uh, yeah when when he uh, when he fucks off to Bali, you know, it might be harder to lead the pack. <laughs> okay, so now uh, we have all these different races toward. <laughs> The mystery end of oh, this, of like, Jesus but now we've Christ. got. You just gotta like put pick pick your pony, <laughs> put yeah, your money. Well, on. you know, Alex Jones is surging forward. <laughs> Tucker Carlson was back there for a while, but he's coming forward again. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Oh, oh, fuck these. People. I wish it wasn't so consequential. Um, yeah, I wish it didn't um, affect literally every aspect of uh, society. of our lives. There yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Um, Anyway, anyway, all of that brings us to the person that we will be covering today, and it's a repeat guest on Russell's show who did in fact attend Community Festival as a speaker last year, actually, just lower down on the bill. Um, Let's let Russell introduce him. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Thank you for joining me for Stay Free with Russell Brand. It's an exciting episode today. The first 15 minutes will be available on YouTube and various other platforms. But because we've got Callie Means on today, who's a whistleblower, insider, and activist against Big Food and Big Pharma, who will reveal to you information that literally might save your children's lives, certainly will reduce the chances of your children getting diabetes, might, if you're male, improve your chances of remaining fertile, we will not be able to stream mm-hmm. on legacy okay. media and legacy media affiliated sites for long because as you know they are part of an organization TNI specifically <sighs> the trusted news initiative that oh, likes to control information that could potentially save your life and improve your consciousness we'll be teaching you a little bit more about that over coming weeks in this conversation as well we'll be talking about the Will pharmaceutical you? industry and big foods role in funding legacy media Callie is of course the founder of TrueMed, a company that enables tax-free 
spending on food and exercise. Simple things that might change and save your life. He's also the co-author with his sister of Good Energy, which is coming out next year and available for pre-order. There's links in the description for that. We talk about a Zen pick, which you'll love hearing about and how they're pushing that on kids now. One industry <laughs> fattens them up. Another industry benefits from their diabetes. We'll be talking about baby foods in pesticides, a little bit about Bill Gates and the emergence of independent media and independent voices, as well as some stuff that relates to me personally. <laughs> mm, stuff that relates to Russell personally. I wonder what that could be. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so a guy called Callie Means is who we're dealing with today. Have you ever heard of him? Only um, in, like, <laughs> basically being touched on with uh, the conspirituality content. So, okay. Interesting. Okay. I know. Um, uh, I know the the direction that he's with the hip he's shooting from vaguely. Yeah. So yeah, I've, okay. I've got a little. I got a little little, little inkling. I'm a interested feeling to see. As, to, as to the direction this is going to go. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. he's been on. He's been on Tucker's show. He's been on Fox News. He's been on Adam Carolla's show. Uh, Breaking <sighs> points and various other shithead outlets. Um, I'm going to read to you from his official bio on CaliMeans.com. <clears throat> Quote: Hi, I'm Callie Means. My mission is to steer more healthcare dollars to incentivize metabolic habits at the root of disease: healthy food, exercise, sleep, stress management. This is where the rubber hits the road to change our current trajectory. Right now, we have a sick care system where 95% of healthcare dollars are spent to manage disease after people get sick. It is a big problem when the largest and fastest-growing industry in the country is incentivized for us to be sick. I am working to advance this mission in three interconnected ways. TrueMed, a company I started that enables tax-free HSA, FSA spending on supplements, exercise, and healthy food. Okay. Good Energy, mm. yeah, a book mm -hmm. I co-wrote with my sister, Dr. Casey Means, that is coming out May 2024. Media and advocacy about the broken incentives of the healthcare system informed by my early career as a consultant for the pharmaceutical and food industries. Uh, I am writing a ah! newsletter, yeah, I'm writing a newsletter to 14,000 people with learnings from this work. One a week focusing, he spelled focusing wrong, on systemic slash incentive issues and one focusing on health tips slash lessons that have had an impact on me. Unquote. Um, yeah. So th th there's there's a lot already just in there, to be honest. <laughs> Figuring out uh, how to get government money, not just individuals' money for their supplements that they want to sell. That's yeah. well, the first one. Yeah, exactly. Ding, ding, ding. So he, he, the TrueMed kind of acts as um, as a kind of uh, a go between um, between the company selling the supplements and the and you know where, wherever the fuck it is, you know the the, the, the um, yeah the the the, the kind of uh, the, the the government funding. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, so, yeah. So, so, that's so, like so it's I have a, a business. It's a business yeah. to business kind of situation, but they then also promote all of the supplements and other shit that these people will sell through their newsletter and whatever else. I, ha um, I have some experience, I mean, <laughs> I have a little um, more than some experience navigating the healthcare system in America as a poor person, and I know exactly right. what that is, and that's figuring out, because like, you can still get supplements through like, say, Medicare, Medicaid, basically like these kind of companies don't just want to go private following the model of Elon Musk. They want that that tax money teat, 
because they yeah. know that yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the plugging yeah. in. That's like when you can supercharge your your bullshit is if you can convince the government to siphon money into your coffers, which well, healthcare's um, already been fighting for for if, a long if time. If you go onto their website, it like like the kind of the main thing that you see across the top is like, would you like access to one point five billion dollars? <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, <laughs> this this, uh, this tells me. Uh, this tells me exactly what direction we're going in here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. We're, we're off to a pretty bad start. Um, his sister, FYI, who he co-wrote that book with, um, is an MD who, <laughs> according to Callie, bravely left traditional medicine in 2018 um, and who now seems to mostly tell people to eat vegetables on her Instagram in between spreading spurious medical statistics. Um, great. Uh, I bet her his... insurance bill has dropped massively. Oh, I'm sure. Uh. Um, his... his his much shorter bio on the True Med site reads, quote, Callie Means is a former food and pharmaceutical consultant. Since losing his mom to pancreatic cancer in 2022, has been obsessed with understanding the root cause of our metabolic disease crisis, unquote. Um, so, Plastic. yeah, that, I did it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. So, generally speaking, weaponizing someone's death for personal profit profit gives me the ick um and connecting dots that there is also an underlying implication there that pancreatic cancer could have been prevented by changes in food exercise sleep and stress management yes! big fucking red flag no! <laughs> big big fucking red flag Wee! just from just from this guy's bios right Wee -wee -wee. um but, yeah yeah but acknowledging that like it's a tough thing to deal with Oh, that's it's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's hard, I, sir. I, I, I don't feel like you should be using it to sell your your uh, products. You know, there's that's, that's the just, rub. I think. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing. But that's, that's tough. Thing. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and as as for him being a, a whistleblower, yeah, the the. The, the only kind of whistleblowing that he's doing is, is bitching about the industries that he used to work in. Um, that That's not really uh, not really what I would define as whistleblowing, you know, in the traditional sense. Um, but um, but fucking whatever, I guess. Well, I do um, think that these days there's like a, a, a separate whistleblowing definition that's like blowing a whistle <laughs> to say my supplements are on sale. That's true. Whistle, that's whistle, true. whistle. That's true. That's and then, and then there's... The, the whistle that's like, I don't like black people very much. They tend to do that one quite a lot as well. Oh, that's um, the old yeah. one. That's the gorilla. That's, I know. It's been around a while, but they they, they still like to toot on that one. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, let, let's hear what Callie has to say upon arriving back on to Stay Free. So, so pumped to be here, Russell. Thank you. I'm excited to see you. Last time we spoke, it was at the community festival. We had a wonderful gulag? conversation there. I had the privilege of meeting your beautiful father. I, I want to um, please pass on my regards to him. And will you tell me, what have you been, uh, have you been, is it true that you've been um, lobbying Congress? I mean, I don't like to think so of... I'll, I'll pause it a second so you can... <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's aesthetic. Okay, I, don't, for, I don't mean to. For, for listeners, it's 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 painted uh, black bricks behind him. He's, he's got a background of black bricks, and there's him sat there. He's got black hair. He's wearing like a black sports jacket type situation. No, I don't think it's even that. It's like a fucking jogging coat or some shit. I don't know. Um, and, and a white shirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> Minimalism has gone too far. Please, this man well, needs help. He, like, 
I obviously I checked up on the guy and he seems to do all of his interviews from there as well. And I'm just like, why? Why what what was the choice here? Like, Man. What, 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 yeah. Some of these guys really make me feel very self-conscious that I have to record in my pathetic little apartment that doesn't get nearly enough attention. <laughs> but wow, this guy yeah, is this, like, this is uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Wow. It's like <laughs> it looks like he's being punished. <laughs> like, like th this is him being allowed to speak from prison. Yeah, you know, th this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does have it does have that kind of vibe. Um, I if, if, okay, I'm if he wasn't so pleased about it. Anyway, anyway, let's, I'm so let's, sorry. Let's, it just okay. caught I just, me. I, oh, I thought I would. I thought I would let, let you uh, let you express. And that. the let's, listeners like, oh yeah. boy, oh dear. Let's let's get back into the clip. He was a here. lobbyist, but can you Communicating at least with people from Congress. To what ends? Are you hopeful? And how the hell have you gotten yourself involved in the system when you are a renegade? Russell, um, yeah, I, I've through this um, through this tirade I've been on. A lot of members of Congress have reached out. So in the past couple of weeks, I met with about forty. Uh, I actually presented to a group of um, of fifty congressional spouses too, which was very interesting, and they're very <laughs> fired up as well. Um, what I'm consistently hearing Did behind closed them? doors is that <laughs> right. people are are getting wind that this is the biggest issue in the country. I mean, among kids, puberty uh, among American children is starting like years earlier now. Literally, seven year olds are growing breasts like at an alarming rate, like we're literally dragging puberty down because all the hormones and all the toxins in our food are changing our biology. Infertility is skyrocketing in the country. We're literally, and this is pronounced happening in America, but but happening around the developed world, we're losing our ability to reproduce, to, to do our, to commit our main evolutionary function. Mm -hmm. um, infertility is skyrocketing. Male sperm count is down 50% uh, in the past generation. Um, and obviously the chronic diseases among Americans, but particularly among children with, you know, the most staggering statistic we talked about a lot, 33% of teenagers having prediabetes. I mean, this is the biggest issue in the country. Okay. Um, you can already tell that this guy is basically going to be an exercise in fact-checking for me, uh, because he just loves to rattle off scary numbers and statistics. That was a heap of bullshit. A heap. Yeah. Heap he of bullshit. doing that. He keeps doing that. It's really fucking irritating. For real? Uh, I've been hearing the, like, and I'm just saying this as an anecdotal reflection on my experience as a, an adult human that has lived in America the whole time. Mm -hmm. I have been hearing the early development trope that he just said, oh, it's a new spike. No, no, no. I've been yeah, hearing that exact right, same right. line since yeah. I was a kid. Since yeah, it's yeah, mm -mm, mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm. And the, I'm not even going to invoke maintenance phase. That's just one that's like, a, dude. There's a reason for that, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll get into, I'll get into what I've come up with anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to deal with with what he's just said in yeah. order. So first yeah. up, yeah, we have puberty among American children starting years earlier now, and seven year olds growing breasts at an alarming rate, which Callie Means says is because of the toxins in our food changing our biology. That's what he puts it down to, apparently. So, according to the New York Times, studies have confirmed in dozens of countries that the age of puberty in girls has dropped by about three months per decade since the 1970s. A similar pattern, though less extreme, has been observed in boys. 
On average, girls will begin to develop breasts around age 10 in the US, according to one study of 17,000 girls, which is about a year earlier than previously thought. Uh, no one knows what risk factor, or more likely what combination of factors, is driving the age decline, or why there are stark race and sex-based differences. Um, obesity seems to be playing a role, uh, but it cannot fully explain that change. Um, so researchers are also investigating other potential influences. Uh, in a 2009 study of nearly a thousand school-age girls in Copenhagen, um, Dr. Yule and his team found that the average age of breast development had dropped by a year since his earlier study in the 90s um, to a little under 10, uh, with most girls ranging from 7 to 12 years old um, in, you know, in, in terms of them developing. Uh, girls were also getting their periods earlier, around age 13, about four months earlier than what had been reported before. Uh, Dr. Yule has become one of the most vocal proponents of an alternate theory that chemical exposures are to blame. Um, so the girls with the earliest uh, breast development in his 2009 study, he said, had the highest urine levels of phthalates, uh, substances used to make plastics more durable that are found in everything from vinyl flooring to food packaging. Motherfucker, what did I say? What did I say? Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. yeah. Um... Dr. Russ Hauser, an environmental epidemiologist at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health and a co-author of the analysis, said, quote, The big takeaway is that there's few publications and a paucity of data to explore this question, unquote, which I think sums it up. Um, Ka Callie Means is saying, oh, it's the toxins in the food, and all right, Callie, show me the extensive studies that back that theory up, and please explain to me why the scientific community collectively still do not know the answer when you apparently do. Um, the larger can, problem. Can yeah. I just say, we didn't Should plan this. This no. isn't, this, I didn't say that. I was not prompted. I need to, no, like, no, no. there's no, no, no. movie magic. <laughs> There were other yeah. things I probably could have said, but that's yeah. the top of my list, and yeah, I'm no, a little Lauren, baffled right now. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren, it turns out knows some stuff. Everybody, um, mm. and and crazy, yeah, right? You, you, yeah, yeah. That's right. all. That is, um, this is weird to me. That's a little bad. That's a little baddie. Uh, Go on. Um, the, it's <laughs> all right. The, the larger problem here to me is that for decades, medical textbooks have defined the stages of puberty using the so-called Tanner scale, which was based on close observations between 1949 and 1971 of about 700 girls and boys who had lived in an orphanage in England. <gasps> no! Uh-huh. So that sample size over that time period in that specific stressful setting is apparently enough to base the entire of Western medicine's understanding of puberty on. And and people don't realize why there's a fucking problem. Like, it's BMI. Unbelievable. It's obesity and BMI. It's the same shit. Oh, my right. God. Right. Because ah! I also gonna, wrote down food insecurity. That's also I, I what I wrote down. I promise we'll we'll get into obesity in a bit, but I um, but yeah, the 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 scale uh, itself, the Tanner scale, de de defines normal puberty as starting at age eight or above for girls and age nine or above for boys. And if puberty begins younger than those cutoffs, doctors are supposed to screen the child for a rare hormonal disorder called central precocious puberty, mm -hmm. which can spur puberty as early as inf uh, infancy. Uh, children with this disorder often 
often undergo brain scans and take prescribed puberty-blocking drugs to delay sexual development until an appropriate age. Uh, there was a recent study from Dr. Yule's group in Copenhagen showing that of 205 pubertal children younger than 8 who underwent brain scans, just 1.8% of girls and 12.5% of boys had brain abnormalities indicating central precocious puberty. Um, however, lowering the age threshold is still a controversial thing among pediatricians, and I'm not a doctor, so I can't speak as to whether the costs outweigh the benefits in that situation. Um, whether catching that 12.5% is worth, you know, the 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 many, 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 many um children who are having to undergo this 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 kind of these kind of procedures, um, you know, without having anything actually wrong with them. Um yeah. No. It also feels yeah. like they're on it. <laughs> There is that. Yeah. 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 Pe people, people are, are pretty fucking on top of it. So, yeah. so that's good. <sighs> now we are losing our ability to reproduce. Uh, male, male sperm count is down by about 50% in just the last generation. Scary stuff. Um, so from the Scientific American this time, um, Haggai Levine, an epidemiologist at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, and his colleagues published an analysis in 2017 and an update in 2022 that evaluated a combined total of more than 200 studies that used a counting chamber. Uh, these two papers found about a 50% decrease in sperm concentration, most notably in Western countries since the 1970s. Uh, I've got a quote here. It's very true that when you put the data from a lot of study cohorts together, there is also the concern of differences across studies, says Lydia Minguez Alarcon, a reproductive epidemiologist at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. Uh, she believes that the large analyses indicating a drop have accounted for these differences. However, um, the opinion of many reproductive epidemiologists, she says, is that in Western countries there has been a decline in sperm counts. For non-Western countries, she claims that there just aren't, there just isn't enough data basically to say one way or another. Um, the 2022 updated study by Levine and his colleagues suggests a decline in sperm counts in South America, Asia, and Africa too, although Levine notes that there are fewer studies from those areas. Mm -hmm. Other researchers acknowledge the drop in birth rate in many countries, but question the reasons behind it. Um, fertility is declining, but I'm not sure it's through biology, Pacey says, right, another doctor. Um, about one in six people uh, experience infertility, and there are many possible reasons for this. Pacey suspects social and economic factors play a key role. Couples are waiting longer to have children, and people may be having less sex. Sperm count is also an imprecise measure of fertility. Um, some data suggests that higher sperm counts are associated with faster time to conception, um, but it's still possible to achieve a pregnancy with low accounts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mm, so, mm. whether we um, like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, and, I've and heard that what, what, too. Yeah. What, like I've heard what, about what that. What I do like, know like, is well, that, you know, we, we as a planet hit 8 billion people last year. So I think we're doing okay. Um, well, it's also like infertility. <laughs> like how are we saying like having less children? Okay. Having less children and the ability to have less children. Wow. Are Very those different, different? Very different things. And th this is, yeah, this is, um, He's, he, Callie Means is very much conflating the two things. Mm -hmm. 
Some like studies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not great. Some studies have noted a strong link between obesity and infertility, um, potentially because of an impact on semen quality, uh, and obesity rates are increasing. Um, endocrine, endocrine disrupting chemicals in the environment, such as phthalates or uh, bisphenol A (BPA), have also been linked to a drop in sperm count. Oh, look, it's plastic again. Hmm. Um, Ambient temperature also affects sperm count, and as global temperatures rise, that could hypothetically affect fertility. So, mm -hmm. so one, once again, once again, there are significant indicators that pollution and climate change are causing our species to essentially unalive itself in slow motion. But according to Callie Means, no, 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 it's all just down to toxins in the food. Uh, I mean, toxins. they're in the food. <laughs> they're it, but. Which ones is it mm. remains to be seen from his perspective? Yeah. yeah, I we we get some more specifics in a little bit. Um, mm. and finally, yeah, the, he rattled off a thing about thirty three percent of teenagers having pre diabetes. So uh, not the number I could find. Um, in fact, what what I could find was around twenty four percent. Uh, but you know what? Still a high number. Um, so pre diabetes means your blood glucose levels are higher than normal, but not high enough to be diagnosed as diabetes. Uh, it usually occurs in people who already have some insulin resistance or whose beta cells in the pancreas aren't making enough insulin to keep blood glucose in the normal range. And without enough insulin, extra glucose stays in your bloodstream rather than entering your cells, and over time you could develop type 2 diabetes. The common thinking is that obesity and lack of physical activity are major factors in causing this, but there are also a myriad of risk factors, including if you are age 45 or older, uh, if you have a parent, brother, or sister with diabetes, uh, if you are African American, Alaska Native, American Indian, Asian American, Hispanic slash Latino, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander American ethnicity, um, <laughs> uh, health conditions such as high blood pressure and abnormal cholesterol levels, uh, if you have a history of gestational diabetes, if you have a history of heart disease or stroke, if you have polycystic ovary syndrome, uh, PCOS, um, certain medicines such as glucocorticoids, some antipsychotics, and some medicines for HIV um, also are a risk factor, uh, hormonal disorders such as Cushing syndrome and acromegaly, um, and uh, sleep problems, especially sleep apnea. All of those things are risk factors to pre-diabetes. That covers quite a lot, in my opinion. Um, Most now, all... body systems. Yeah, There right. was, like, checking uh, them off in my, yeah, yeah. in my mind, like, well... <laughs> Kind of. Well, that seems too vague to even really draw conclusions that are not very specific and very controlled by the people who know best. Yes, no, exactly. Um, now, now, all of this is to say that shitheads like Callie Means and Russell do usually have an underlying truth somewhere in what they're saying. And the truth in this case is, yes, not just the US, but the world is undergoing an obesity crisis exacerbated by the way we have allowed capitalism to run roughshod through the food industries over the last century. Um, the difference is what Callie Means is saying is that, oh, they're poisoning us all to keep us sick and sell pharma products, so buy my book and take these supplements that we profit from, whereas the actual answer is severe systemic and societal overhaul of these entire industries um, as a planet. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. And the, yeah, like, the, the pumping mm, of poison into fucking everything. Like, that's real. It's just not what they're talking about. It's just, yeah, it's just not what the fuck you're saying. <sighs> uh, yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah, this, uh, this motherfucker has been putting me to work on the research front of things. So I'm, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let Russell discuss some of his parenting skills. Oh. With your own son, what foods will you absolutely not allow him to eat? And which foods do you allow him to have a little bit of? Because I've got young children and because I'm, I was not properly conscious and because it's easier, I allowed them access to things like, you know, some, they came back the other day from like a fair, they were eating like a blue dummy and like sort of like purple candy floss. They're eating the, even the colors of some of the food they're eating tell you that they are not found in nature and they're basically poison. How rigorous are you with your, uh, if you don't mind telling okay. me your, your child's diet? Well, quickly on the addiction for kids, um, Russell, because I, I think no parent should feel shame. I think we have a system that's rigged against us and it's powering to understand that. My dad, who you mentioned at the beginning, who loved meeting you, um, actually was at Stanford Hospital yesterday. He's fine, but he got um, he, he had to have surgery. And my sister accompanied him there and she sent me a picture. And the picture was the entrance to the cardiology unit at Stanford Hospital. And there were two Coca-Cola machines and a vending machine selling ultra-processed food. Uh, now, working for Coke, I actually worked <laughs> with them to make sure that Coca-Cola machines were in pediatric wards and schools for young children. That was a huge priority for Coke, and it was very clear and it was very enunciated in the meetings that we wanted to get these things in pediatric units and schools to normalize that for kids. You know, it's very hard to, to say that this is the root of all of our problems. This is the root of all the cardiology issues, the diabetes issues, all the obesity issues, all the issues we're seeing with kids. If literally as my son was being born, I walk outside the room in the pediatric ward in Arizona and there's a Coca-Cola machine. So, so, so that's by design. So there's a real um, effort to get your kids addicted. And Russell, we've talked about this and, and uh, you know, all, all, my, all my knowledge of addiction, you know, once once you get somebody addicted and you get them addicted early, it's very hard. So I really feel for parents and kids, you know, that have sugar by all definitions is a highly addictive drug um, and we're getting kids hooked. Ugh. Um, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this in covering Russell and the idiots who come on his show, but your problem is capitalism. Uh, there being Coke machines in hospitals is a problem of capitalism. They are the largest soft drinks manufacturer who can afford to pay to have their machines in places like this. You want to solve the problem? Regulate it. It is the only fucking answer. But good luck getting your right-wing audience on side with that argument. Mm -hmm. um, as for sugar being addictive, sure. But again, capitalism has run amok among the food industry for the last century, and good fucking luck putting that genie back in the bottle by selling your book and your supplements. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, our little off-brand, um, you know, Mike did us a big solid and and yeah. hung in there. And so we talked all about logical fallacies. Yeah. And I'm kicking myself for doing it because everything that he's saying is so like the the lack the false cause arguments he's making is like oh yeah all, sir you just told us how successful coca-cola is at selling coca-cola yeah we all, all know that yeah no no yeah no and also yeah, it would have, yeah, it would have been it, a, that, a, a maternity ward you exited not a pediatric ward just just saying that the different different true. things um I, but yeah, you, yeah. right is i I'm mean and well, I mean, but and, oh, it's, I mean, he wasn't. Maybe he should. Maybe he should be a little yeah. more specific. I think that that's maybe what we would like is a little more specificity with this person instead of just, again, it's like throwing out, like, well, we know that Coca Cola is like Coca Cola and McDonald's. Let's, that, that's a crisis. 
those are crisis buzzwords that you can throw into mm-hmm. any conversation about like health, which, I, okay, so I know that we have other maintenance phase listeners out there too. I'm a big fan of maintenance phase. Um, and there, it's tricky because a lot of the medical establishment, I, I'm accepting the wellness industry already as a given, but then also the actual medical establishment, in addition to alternative wellness, mm-hmm. is very biased against fat at all. Yep. In a way that yep. is unhelpful and yeah. often eugenical. Like it's it's yeah. it's a eugenics yeah. basis, and I I can't make that argument here because I'm not the expert, and it's but they make that argument very effectively all the time on maintenance phase, and it's one of those I mean, things that like I I I was more surprised than I have been about learning about a lot of stuff in my adult life, hearing the extent like you know with their coverage the extent to which. All science is still very biased against fat and will cloud their judgment in trying mm. to find actual causes and not just correlation. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, yeah, I, I, I will say um, we will learn throughout the course of this interview that Callie Means is uh, is not any better on this score. Um yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Russell's kids are eating basically poison. Um, calm down, Grandma. I I know the sweets he's talking about, and they're literally just hard candy with food colorings in them and some flavorings. That's it. That's it. It's, it's just the, the blue dummies and whatever else. Like, yeah, it's in the shape of. A fucking are they in the UK? So well, yeah, I know it's yeah, already so safer. I, I, I know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, it's, a river. It's Get it's, it's sugar. It's fucking e numbers in the colorings and its flavorings. That's it. Like, I yeah, mean, it's sure, not good. Basically. But like, it's not, come no, it's on. Sh- it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a regular feature of your diet. But if your kids went to a fucking fun fair, leave them alone, you piece of shit. That kind of um, seems like the moderation suggestions that are made yeah, by exactly. healthcare Just, professionals. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it, 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 the whole thing kind of does speak once more to Russell's intensely backseat style of parenting. Like, oh, they came back from a fun fair and they had all these things. Like, I thought, like, were why doing? were you there? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I hope you're working, right? Maybe, but like, it's well, a, weekend? a couple. Of, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, nah, yeah, I, I know. I, I thought that. I thought that. I, that's all I want to say. We can move on. That's not. Yeah. No. I'm. Life's I'm, life, I'm, but personally, in, in, in my opinion, as a parent, the least interaction he has with children, the better. Um. So, including his own. Um. However, Callie Means has some more to say on this subject of of children eating. So let's hear it. The three ingredients to your question. And I think the core uh, issue in the country is the unholy trinity. It's added sugar. Uh, in one bottle of Coke, a child is drinking as much sugar as they had in their entire year uh, 100 years ago. Um, sugar in liquid form is a weapon of mass destruction uh, to blood sugar levels. You know, that's a new phenomenon, really, Russell. Just just putting that sugar, it's like an IV <laughs> drinking it in liquid form, particularly in fructose, which is a highly weaponized form of sugar, which WMD. is in most sodas, right to the bloodstream. Highly addictive, raises the blood sugar level. So that's a big issue. And particularly, you know, with <laughs> a young child, I can control it. Obviously, no sugar. Seed oils, 
industrial byproduct created by John D. Rockefeller 100 years ago. What? The top source of American calories, very inflammatory. <laughs> They're omega-6 <laughs> inflammatory fats instead of omega-3 fats, which we uh. used to eat for all of human history, like olive oil and, and animal-based fats. Those are also make the food relatively addictive. And then grains, highly processed grains. You've got to ask why food is able to stay on a shelf for years and years and years. It's not natural. The processing is taking the fiber off, which blunts the glucose impact, and that's a lot of the nutrition. So this is frankenfood. And for good measure, we are sprinkling and adding thousands of neurotoxins into the food in America that are not even legal in other countries. Um, (laughs) If you measure the urine of Americans right now, 90% of them will have high degree of glyphosate in their urine. If you measure mother's breast milk, they've got glyphosate, which is a, which is a pesticide we're putting on foods in their, in their, uh, in their breast milk. Um, We have tons of neurotoxins that we're putting in food because we have a completely unregulated market. When I was, you know, young and, and a conservative and working for these companies, I used to say, well, we don't want the nanny state. We don't want any regulations on these food companies. That actually was a perversion of conservative principles. What's a nanny state and what's a perversion <laughs> no. of the free market is that these companies have gotten a completely free reign. They're they're self-policing. There's no oversight. And they're literally putting poison. That is in conservative values. These people aren't dumb. Uh, they, they employ thousands and thousands of scientists to make our food addictive and make it cheap. Okay. <laughs> this guy's a that lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was he just loves loves to rattle off the bullshit. Well, um, it sounded so yeah. yeah, you'll get to it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Wow. I, I also but before I forget, because I didn't I didn't write this down anywhere, I do also want to point out that having this conversation around all of this stuff specifically released in very early January, you know, when everyone's fucking going to the gym and everyone's kind of oh, yeah. starting to diets time. and all of that. Incredibly intentional placement there, isn't it? Um which anyway. can we appreciate no. that we did no. not do New Year's resolution content at the beginning of this episode because oh, they that. set people up to fail. Thank you. Didn't even have yeah, to discuss no. it. Yeah. But no, 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 no. Don't no. put that kind I of mean, pressure on yourself, like, folks. You're you're no, doing great. I mean, you know, do your do. Yeah, you you are fine. Like and you can you can do a resolution at any time of the year. That's the, Absolutely. that's that's one of the great things about them. Um anyway. I will try and be as brief here as I can. Uh, so, first up, the dumb st- statistic that a child drinking one bottle of Coca-Cola is more sugar that they've, than they've had in a year a hundred years ago, right? I mean, so we're talking 1924, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, so there are 65 grams of sugar in a 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola in the U.S. Uh, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the average annual consumption of sugar per person that year was around 100 pounds, meaning the average consumption of sugar was around 125 grams per day. Um, per you know, and 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 so so that yeah, it's bullshit. It's 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 just complete nonsense. And you 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 would have flagged it the moment you heard it. You're just like, well, that doesn't. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah, I did. I mean, <laughs> that, even that say right. like asterisk. You're like, sir, lie better. Say refined sugar. Yeah. That's at least yeah. uh yeah. like some kind of qualifier that can get you like you can wig. Be better say the, say, at say the corn syrup. Say the corn syrup. They wouldn't have fucking had that a hundred years ago. It would have been a thousand times more. You know, it, it, yeah, the, the whole thing is just fucking bleh. Um, Speaking of which, high fructose corn syrup agreed that that is a problem to a degree. 
and the EU have put caps on production of it, um, which is usually an indicator of something. We do actually have it in the UK, uh, contrary to popular belief. Um, we just call it fructose glucose syrup. Um, but because of the cap in the EU, however, we don't get corn syrup in our sodas over here because um, there's, there's just not enough of it um, to, to do that. Um, so we use other sugar. <laughs> So in America, at least parts of America, you go for the Mexican Coke. You go for the Mexican Coke because that has real sugar in it and it tastes way, way better. That's actually oh. like a coveted, like it's an intentional like choice. Okay. It's okay. Like so, so theoretically yeah. the same would, it would be the same over here, I'm assuming. You get the um, better stuff. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, okay. yeah, and it was, just flavor wise, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, and if Curious. you don't try it, you don't know. And honestly, it's like it's all it's it's uh, like it or not. Food science is incredible. Like food yeah. science, modern yeah. food science is 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 amazing. Mm. Results notwithstanding, it's incredible. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it the, still the tastes like Coca-Cola. But the things that can be done are unbelievable. Yeah, a Mexican uh, Coke is a treat because it's, it's got Willy Wonka up in this shit. Yeah, it's got um, real, real sugar. Yeah. That's funny. Mm. Plus, in the UK, we have a sugary drinks tax, which makes the sugar-free options cheaper. Um, so we most of the population doses up on sweeteners like aspartame instead. Um, <laughs> they say while drinking a sugar-free soda. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, when you ask the question, is corn syrup worse than sugar or other syrups? The overwhelming answer is usually avoid having too much of any of that um amusingly it's all the same it's, it's well this was it so there was a recent study from rats et al uh, funded by big honey um concluding that actually honey is no better for you than corn syrup yeah. um <laughs> make of that what you will right it's it's all the same it's all fucking it's all sugar. well it's i think the, the thing about corn syrup is it's very cheap so yeah, it's right. easy to add uh -huh. our brains crave it so yeah. it's, uh, it is, it is, we are trained as humans to want it. Yeah, and then whenever sure. it's in there, then mm, we like it. And oh, love the sugar. it's yeah. easy. Yeah. It's, it's an easy additive. So it's more that like there's, there's extra sugar hiding where you don't think it is. That's the problem, yeah. not yeah, the yeah, substance yeah. itself. It's just a different sugar delivery system. And yeah, it doesn't taste as good. So you want to put more in it. Like, yeah, and it, it, I mean, I, the, it's, a, it's I, a different I, problem than what they're saying. Yeah, I will say I, I've had a number of American foods. I'm aware that your bread is sweet over there, which is which is weird to me. Yeah, um, I yeah. not mm. not a fan, not a fan personally. I like mm. neutral bread. Thank you. Um, mm. anyway, yeah, there, there there is a problem there, but it's not it's not specifically down to that. It's it's just yeah, it, it, it's such a convenient delivery system, as you say. Um. Anyway, apparently, according to this guy, John D. Rockefeller created seed oils, which I is mean. not not true. <laughs> it's just not true. Um, there's, um, I I think he's getting confused with Procter and Gamble, possibly, um, who developed Crisco in 1911 from cotton seed oil, um, and other oils like vegetable oil and stuff followed as a matter of course over the coming decades. So maybe he's gotten confused there. But even then, then like, why would he say olive oil? The well, he ancient he said, substance of olive, like, sir. Uh, 
No, so so he said that John D. Rockefeller created right. seed oils, seed oils, right? Um, but yeah, but then we, he but said, we did should, he say that we, also? It's like olive he oil. Said, is, he said he said olive oil is what we should be having. What, um, oh, so, okay, all right. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? I, I misfiled that, and I apologize. I've it's okay. had because <laughs> the 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 goofy wellness um, fake dietary kind of like the the new fad of what's bad is like. Is including olive oil, not just seed oils. So I, I'm sorry, my brain went there. That there Fucking was people. that was also uh, part of the complaint because I know, uh, I know, I know. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, that's that's a, that's, that's a separate issue, I suppose, because that's, that's not what Kelly me. means is saying here. He's gotcha. He's he's advocating for olive oil and 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 uh, and. Um, okay, my brain animal, fi- filled in that gap. I apologize. Fats. Um. Yeah. Well. So. Well. Well. Animal. Okay. All right. Yep. Sure. Okay. Sources of omega-3 fatty acids, basically. So, so, so according to Chris Kesser, co-director of the California Center for Functional Medicine, the human body works best when its ratio of omega-6 fatty acids and omega-3 fatty acids is balanced. Uh, quote, seed oils are perhaps the most significant contributor to the imbalanced omega-6 to omega-3 ratio and thus play a significant role in chronic inflammatory diseases. Unquote. But the bigger issue I would say there is too much of one and not enough of the other. Like, sure, people are consuming too much omega-6, largely down to these oils, fine. But they are not consuming enough of the omega-3 oils from other sources to counterbalance it. And if it is a case of balance, then eliminating these omega-6 oils from the diet would be an equal but opposite problem, leading to different fucking health issues. Yeah. You know, to if too, yeah. You, you you would uh, the seesaw would go too far the other way um so really treating vegetable oil as a big boogeyman is dishonest and extremely unhelpful to resolving the issue means labeled it as an additive uh, as an ad- as an addictive uh, substance which is actually just tr- it's true of any oil when combined with salt or sugar to a degree we yeah. we as a, we as a species any oil with salt yeah. and sugar we fucking we crave that shit yeah. we love that shit right it's one, one of the one of the many reasons why donuts are just are just the worst oh. and best thing for us oh donuts and pizza oh fuck um mm. anyway well yeah <laughs> fuck it i'm having a pizza oh um i i couldn't oh, but he's find perfect what are you gonna do yeah screw it uh i couldn't find anything of his franken food claim that, that that food can be fine staying on the shelf for years and years and years because it's processed and has the fiber taken out which blunts the glucose impact but well, it's bullshit that's why um also what foods are fine on the shelf for years and years and years? Like, he he was talking about processed wheat. And I'm like, well, I can't... Bread certainly does not last years and years and years. Certainly not by yeah, my no. estimation. What fucking wheat products will sit... You know, to, to me... Did he... Ca- is he cans? citing the researcher Woody Harrelson from the research project Zombieland? Talking about Twinkies? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for, in fairness with Twinkies, I mean, they're basically radioactive. There, There is a... You know, there there is an argument to be made there. They probably would last for for decades. Oh, because they're full um, of preservatives. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah. I mean, that I don't know. It seems like simple answers. Um, you would you would think. Um, you would think. But also plastic, uh, because everything is wrapped in plastic. plastic. So yeah. shit. 
<laughs> the pervasive nature of plastic in our food system even, is a problem in and of itself. Like even, ah. even then, if you look at the, the 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 use by date or whatever, like stuff even in plastic, stuff will start fucking rotting. Oh yeah, you know? no, of it's, course it's, that that was an so absurd like, like yeah 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 no that, that was absurd on his face years and years like yeah I, I mean canned goods specific dried goods maybe oh, but like I I don't know man it seems like a fucking stretch. Oh, and uh, it's yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's why it lasts. That's why, if he's too, I don't know, I don't know. He again, he never really cites any specific examples. Food like, preservation oh. is why mm. our like is 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 so important to our species. So yeah. we've worked really hard at learning lots of ways to do it, and that's a true. lot of them that I mean, uh, yeah, okay, all right. Okay, let's get to the pesticides. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I want to agree once. There's a whole, a whole history discussion going there. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. right, finally, yeah, glyphosate, which Callie Means is saying is illegal in countries outside the U.S. And, well, that just isn't true. Um, glyphosate is a herbicide slash weed killer, not a pesticide like he said it was, um, that is used on crops worldwide. Um, obviously, it's higher regulated in some places than others. Um, we regulate shit like that, pesticides and herbicides and that kind of thing, very highly in the UK. Um, and studies have shown that, yes, roughly 60 to 80% of the general population in the US had residues of glyphosate in their urine, um, as well as 44% in the EU, I will add. Um, and there has been concern over health effects of glyphosate on people's health, and so a lot more research is being done at present. Um, the jury is still pretty much out, though. Um, in 2015, the International Agency for Research on Cancer um, of the WHO reclassified glyphosate as probably carcinogenic to humans. But their conclusion has not been confirmed by the European Union assessment, who said, well, no, actually, it's probably not carcinogenic. Or the recent joint assessment by the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, which came to the same conclusion. Um, studies in the US and the EU found no traces of glyphosate in the breast milk of lactating mothers, um, so he's wrong on that fucking score. However, there was one study done in Brazil in the area with the highest concentration of glyphosate in the country, uh, which found that there was glyphosate present in the breast milk of lactating mothers from that area, which tells me extreme doses of the stuff in a less regulated environment can cause it to happen if left unchecked, but it's not an issue in the US or the EU at present well e okay even yeah. yeah right uh so there are class action lawsuits flying around over roundup and have been for a long time roundup being mm. the monsanto yes. yeah, 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 you know yeah. like weed killer um yeah. it's terrible and mm. so i think we should be more strict with all of those things, yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, and, well, but and, I'm saying, uh, like, well, okay, specifically about the, um, the class action lawsuits about, mm -hmm. you know, like about trying to parse through the medical effects of Roundup and the, the health effects of Roundup. There are specific cancers that they can include in these lawsuits. There is mm. no earthly fucking way. And that's just for people who can like think about the, like the 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 impetus like what what lawyers have to prove the connection that these cancers happen because someone was exposed to Roundup when this Roundup is so ubiquitous. It's fucking every, it was everywhere. Yeah. My dad worked yeah, for yeah. Monsanto um, when right. uh, very early and was horrified and left. 
in like the 80s, late 70s. I don't remember, yeah. but like that's yeah. so we've known about this for a long time, and I've specifically heard about it quite a bit <laughs> when I was yeah. young. Um, same dad that was having me read the back of a shampoo bottle at Walmart when I was eight, and thanks, thanks, Dennis, doing me a solid. Um, to a degree, I'm also terrified. So, <laughs> of like a roundup, and the, so mm, there are certain cancers, certain diseases that they will accept as a claimant in the in these lawsuits mm -hmm. <laughs> there has to be larger ramifications and anybody that is familiar with these like massive corporate lawsuits and this like gigantic amount of harm the mitigation and the and the accountability is going to be a fraction of a fraction of what should be imposed on yeah, yeah. these corporations that are poisoning us it's not yeah, absolutely. It's, and that and all and of that we need regulation like we the <laughs> we're we need, living we need, re we need regulation we need more more fucking information we need more studies that that aren't hampered by by big fucking yeah they're not funded play. Yeah. yeah funded by uh you know like biased actors like and all mm -hmm. of that is regulation and efficient government and all like oh boy yeah yeah absolutely <sighs> so um, shitty <laughs> so fucking yeah shitty. yeah there, there, there's uh there's a lot there there's a lot there that, that is actually horrifying but um but that's not that's not what Callie means is uh, is getting to with any of it, which is very frustrating. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's very fucking frustrating indeed. Yeah. And and uh, glyphosates do come up uh, a little bit later as well. But um, we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. But first, we uh, we have Russell who um, he, he tells us the depth of his research on these subjects in the next clip. Last time we spoke about Ozempic, uh, the sort of uh, a, a, a purported weight loss drug and how popular it was going to be and that it was an unprecedented medicine and there's great marketing behind it and incredible projections behind it. Now, I, I believe, um, based on what you know, I've learned from you, that it's being marketed at <laughs> six-year-old children. So it seems like the partner on, to these uh, devastating it's a diabetes drug. is a pharmaceutical solution yep. that may yet even inflame the situation further. Let's go to that playground I talked about with my um, two-year-old son, right? Every kid in that playground, you go to you go to any area where there's a bunch of kids, they are being poisoned. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you drama. scared? You should be scared. Your children are being poisoned by my book. Um, anyway, well, what I loved there was, was Russell's, I believe this thing is happening because, well... You've told me it is. Didn't look at it any further. Didn't do my own research. Just oh, you said it. Well, then it must be true. Um, well done, Russell. Congratulations. Um, so he's he's asserted that what he's learned from Kelly Means is that Azempic is being marketed at six-year-olds, making it sound like it's an ad shown on Saturday morning between cartoons. You know, Azempic for kids. Now he's couching it as like a weight blue. loss drug for children well, because well. Uh, is that not part of the conversation? Do they at least talk about the fact that it's a diabetes drug in the conversation? Because I didn't watch the whole thing. You did. Not really. Um, it, it, okay. Not 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 really. I, the, the, that doesn't particularly come up because it is a diabetes drug, but yeah. it is also incredibly effective for weight loss. Mm. Um, and that that is the thing. Un um, under very specific circumstances and pretenses, and it is a side effect. 
that's yeah, yeah no that's that's developed that's not the, the, right intention it, 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 yeah of the it was it was yeah that that wasn't the intent but right. that seems to be the direction that it's going in um but uh but yeah so um six would be the earlier stage that it would be safe for the child to take the drug right that's the reality of that situation um and i i actually have a helpful sheet from the nhs uh here specifically southampton children uh, southampton children's hospital um it's information for children families and carers who might have been given semaglutide also known as azempic and wegovi uh to help manage the child's weight um it doesn't make it entirely clear, uh, entirely clear upon you know in which circumstances it would be prescribed. Um, I don't know whether it's the more extreme situations in this country or what. I I don't know. Um, so it's it's a medication uh, that is used for weight management in children and adults. It is also used for management of type two diabetes in adults. How does it work? Well, after eating, your child's body produces a hormone called glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP-1. This hormone sends signals to their brain and stomach to make them feel full. Semaglutide is a protein that mimics the action of the hormone GLP-1, but to a stronger degree. It works slowly around the day to make your child feel less hungry. If taken over a longer period of time, semaglutide will alter your child's appetite and they will feel uh, full more quickly after having a meal or a snack, which will result in weight loss. Semaglutide will also cause your children's body to produce extra amounts of insulin during mealtimes, which will reduce the high blood sugar levels that can happen after a meal, which will then lower your child's risk of developing diabetes in the future. Uh, it's given in a pre-filled injection pen to be administered once a week, right? Your child will need to take semaglutide until they reach their target weight. This will be agreed with their doctor. How long this takes will be different for each child. Some children who manage to lose a significant amount of weight are able to stop taking semaglutide without gaining weight back as their metabolism has permanently changed. Mm. However, other children who stop taking semaglutide after losing weight may then gain some of this weight back. Your child's doctor will discuss an individual plan for your child with you. Um, yeah, there's a bunch more information on there, but that's the Cliff's Notes. Um, I've got more, but you you sound unhappy. <laughs> so, again, mm. I, like, I don't know about... First of all, what is frustrating about that particular, like, the wording of that... Like, I, I'm seeing it in my mind, the mm -hmm. NHS kind of, like, handout thing. Yeah. Prescribing it for weight could mm -hmm. mean and conflate diabetes and weight which are two different things very often correlated but they don't yeah. actually know nearly as much as they claim to know they being the like that that's this is exactly what i was saying is the the healthcare industry will blame a lot of problems on weight kind of because they can and because it's a very often yes. a corollary but not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. connected so I don't like is it's a chicken and egg. I uh everything I know and have heard um about Ozempic since it has kind of come onto the scene is that as soon as you stop taking it, you gain all that weight back. And what people, especially doctors, fucking don't address and do not talk about when they should is that every time you lose weight and gain it back, it's harder to do that cycle again and it's harder to keep it off. Not mm. reprogramming your metabolism. That's just not like how, uh, if that, listen, if that's the case, that is 
insane sounding because of what my layperson ears have heard thus far and doesn't doesn't add up for me i could be I mean, wrong but uh, the, the, the based, based on what i could find it sounds like a fucking wonder drug i'm like well, how like the the, the thing so let's is, let's let's think about how that's gone in, in the past for... yeah this is this is this is the thing like i i think i think a degree of skepticism and concern mm. is healthy yeah um is it around this um yeah I, I, according to bloomberg uh pediatric obesity experts say that the availability of safe effective medications is a game changer particularly as u.s childhood obesity rates have tripled in the last decade um around 20 percent of kids six and up have obesity according to the cdc um which is one of the highest rates in the world um in that demographic obesity is defined as having a body mass index that is in the 95th percentile or greater for their age um so i mean 95th percentile but also yeah done by bmi so yeah like, which is already a, a flawed a, system that's a so the, separate the, fucking, yeah. the thing is is ozempic yeah. is a, an amazing drug for people with diabetes like that's it's legitimately yep. like it, it's it's revolutionary here's the problem and i don't know if this mm. is still the issue um supply wise in america but i know that it is expensive and it's harder to get and because people are taking it as a weight loss drug diabetics can't get it or it's too expensive yeah. and they can't get it so yeah, yeah, yeah. the popularity like mm, popularity and marketing and like you know fads i don't think are considered enough when we're talking about these health concerns and yeah. i think that i think that like you know health authorities um are just as susceptible as the rest of us and i think if you acknowledge that that's the most responsible way to communicate is like mm, it's yeah. and I, i'm i don't know i'm just i i've heard a bunch of horror stories um, because of the, you know, because of the content that I try to keep myself, you know, like informed with a ton of horror stories about being on Ozempic and mm. it sounds awful. And I just, I'm also just like sad and worried about a kid being on it for weight loss. Um, cause like if it's, if it's for diabetes, then like, it's great. But if it's yeah, just to make the yeah, kid lose weight it's... and start the yo-yo diet that they're going to have to deal with for the rest of their lives. It's well, it that, sounds that's the, terrifying. Like that's ah. the that's the question, and that's kind of that's the problem. Um, you know, so so there's more here. Um, yeah. there there's been slow acceptance among doctors, which is typical for any new medication, especially in kids, says Michelle Katzow, a pediatric obesity doctor at Northwell Health in New York. Uh, general pediatricians don't want to take this on because there's still a lot of unknowns. Um, which, yeah, yeah, fair, yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> Conversely, uh, Kaylee Wood wishes weight loss medications were available to her daughter Natalie sooner, she said. Wood and her husband have taken Natalie to doctor after doctor who have mostly recommended putting Natalie on diets. Nothing worked until Wagovi. Um, Natalie has been on Novo's drug since she turned 12 in May. Uh, she's lost 17 pounds so far and her mom says she hasn't had any side effects. Um, it was worth driving an hour a day to find the medication when it was in short supply, Kaylee said. Natalie has less anxiety about changing in the locker room for gym class, and the heavy periods caused by her polycystic ovary syndrome have started to normalize. Um, oh, which is... Man. Yeah, so like... 
it's for for me it's it's a very sticky fucking wicket um because like i'm not a doctor but i am a fat person from a fat family um and the struggle is real particularly for kids and teenagers um like around that age it's just a fucking horror show of insecurities um so like it's you know if something is both safe and effective and it's not having to be taken in perpetuity so big fucking asterisk there then sure great why not wonder drug it up go for it the guidance on it does seem to generally advise lifestyle changes in terms of diet and exercise around taking the medication which would help if done um and you know exercise is easier when you when you have less fat that is definitely true it is you know but what yeah. Well, yeah yes and however <laughs> yes, and. what i have yeah. heard and i I mean, like, <laughs> the claims that are being made about Ozempic, um, it just does, it seems like what people's experience has been is the second that you stop taking it, it's like, a, a, you get like a, like snow coming off of your roof, just get all the weight tumped back on your body and worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah see, uh, yeah, I, I, I think ultimately just we need to know more we, we need to know yeah. a lot more than, than we currently do and we need to know fucking you're right that's exactly effects. we I need think... to know long-term effects which we can't know yet obviously yeah um because it's a new thing um and yeah there, there, there's there's a lot more that needs to be done before i will personally be jumping on the ozempic more wonder drug bandwagon um but um but yeah it, it's, i'm just I also like mom mm. saying take your fun fun I, no 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 i mm. <laughs> We've ha- we've gone through this a couple times before. Yeah. I'm very yeah. and also like <laughs> listen, I <laughs> my mother and doctors had had a bunch of conversations about me when I was a kid too, and like yeah, it's yeah. Uh, there's a there's I, many I, things that I got saved from because we're too poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Legitimately, that's fair. like I mean, the thing is, I, uh, I can't I can't imagine being in this mum's position because yeah. like suddenly your kid is happier and and you know they're like they're all just just um and if it's a cost benefit cool yeah because that's 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 an analysis especially that like doctors and healthcare professionals have to make it happens Mm. all the time but if we're not fully informed of the cost how can we make an accurate cost benefit because especially like um you know the the gal that host maintenance phase she's she's been on yo-yo diets her entire life and she especially when she was a kid it's very fraught and the way that she talks about it is i think way more common than people even understand or realize that like the yo-yo diets i fucking did the same thing whenever i was a kid and when you're like when you're growing is so like we're not even acknowledging that how damaging like i I, we as a society are not reckoning with or damn and how damaging this kind of like biggest loser mentality is because also if you read the accounts from people that were on that show it is harrowing yeah and we're not talking about that even in a health context it's just thin is healthy fat is unhealthy and that's just not it's not that simple no, there's there's just not enough research into yeah. any of this. Right, 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 um, right, right, and, and, right, right. And that's that's the that's the real fucking problem. Right. We just we need more information. And, yeah, and you know, there there's more of it being done, but nowhere near enough. Um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a whole fucking thing. And and I don't know. 
I don't know. Well, I'd be um, thrilled if these people were having an honest, like, a, a good faith conversation about mm -hmm. the dangers posed to, you know, like, if they were, again, yeah, right, I said it. If they're having a good faith conversation and they're concerned, but they're not, they're the using, right, like, yeah. they're, they're, they're fear mongering. So this is just going to make a bad problem worse. It's... Yeah, so so the the reason I've got into this now is that I wanted to front load this conversation before Callie Means goes on a little tirade about Ozempic. So yeah. here we go. They're eating ultra processed food. They're drinking liquid sugar. They're eating food covered in neurotoxins like glyphosate and colorings. Like we 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 we've allowed our system to just lose its way and completely have you know, moral blindness about what we're feeding kids. The reason for that is because the food system has interest in making food addictive and cheaper, but the medical system, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Diabetes Association, they haven't said anything as we've seen obesity and all chronic diseases skyrocket among what? kids. But sure. right now, those organizations, those say. medical organizations, which are <laughs> almost fully funded by pharma, they're being very loud. And they are saying in unison, that Ozempic, a weekly shot that is required to take for life, that that drug should be the standard of care for obesity starting at six. They are pushing and doing research and actually pushing this as, as the immediate intervention for an overweight six-year-old. Now, about 30, roughly 30% 30 of six-year-olds are overweight or obese, 50% of teens are overweight or obese, and 80% of American adults are overweight or obese. So the second this is approved, and the second they're able to substantiate obesity as not something that's controlled by food or lifestyle, but something that's genetic, and let's be very clear, that is what doctors at Harvard are saying. They are arguing aggressively that this is literally not tied to food, that obesity is genetic, not under control. The second they're able to establish that, doctors will be able to prescribe this drug for life Again, to 30% of six-year-olds, to 50% teens, and 80% of American adults. Okay, fuck me. This guy. Um, so, so to start, don't think I missed him calling glyphosate a neurotoxin. Um, I mean, technically correct, but only if you get a bottle of it and drink it. Um, being sprayed as a herbicide is a different situation. Farmers need to be fucking vigilant and people working with it, but consumers much less so. Um, regardless, wash your veggies, everyone. Store-bought or not, wash them. It's just good food hygiene. Uh, now back to Ozempic. Uh, so according to the CDC, for children and adolescents aged 2 to 19 years uh, in 2017 to 2020, uh, the prevalence of obesity was 19.7% overall and affected about 14.7 million children children and adolescents. Um, obesity prevalence was 12.7% among 2 to 5 year olds, 20.7% uh, among 6 to 11 year olds, and 22.2% among 12 to 19 year olds. Again, high numbers, uh, but nowhere close to the ones that he's citing at all. Uh, as for adults, nationally, 41.9% of adults in the US have obesity. As for being overweight, 34.1% of men are overweight, while 27.5% of women are are overweight uh, in the US. Um, also, this Present. is using yeah right, right, right. Uh, this this is using BMI as its metric, which has its own fucking problems. Um, but maybe that's a topic that we need to get into for an off brand at some point. Uh, oh no, uh, it's just they like a dude measured like Scottish sailors what in like the in the eighteen twenties, and that's yeah, the it's, standard it's a... that we've been using for like it was this tiny little weird section. I, I'm I'm only going off of 
memory completely but yeah it's it's yeah, just yeah. not it's, it's uh there, there are there are a legion of fucking issues with it um and and yeah. that, that being it's the same as the fucking puberty thing you know being based off of these fucking seven hundred children in in, in an, orphanage. an orphanage oh my god in the 1950s you know what are you doing you people, people jesus just, christ people don't uh, understand that like uh, up until you know like really very recently have we had reliable access to food and of course food insecurity is still a massive issue in america and a lot of places yeah. all over the world but generally yeah. speaking around the 1960s ish there was a revolution in the ability for people to be fed in a way that like isn't necessarily a problem it's just more reliable like historically yeah. people fucking starved to death all the time for lots oh, yeah. of reasons it was very yeah. too much rain starvation not enough like yeah. famine happened and it wasn't capitalistically manufactured it was i mean the the, the fucking the potato famine oh, in yeah, ireland right. was not that long ago yeah <laughs> like that was that was not and that was conditions that wasn't because yeah yeah um, yeah yeah very fucking recent right. yeah we can't um, uh, to to use like to use early victorian body size and shape to especially I'm just, I mean, for a start, we're insane. so much taller. Um. <laughs> yeah, because we get to eat, and it's not a question. Yeah. Like people do not understand oh, yeah. how little nutrition people were. Like that, no, I, human I know, beings I know. were getting so, hundred years ago. It's my, insane. My my um my my eldest brother um Ben was uh was a reserve firefighter for a bit, and uh, and when he was kind of I, I would probably say at peak fitness that kind of thing. Um, I remember he he was technically obese by uh -huh. BMI standards oh, because yeah. he's he's fucking like six foot seven or whatever, and you know, like and and but but he's he's also he's also incredibly lean. It was yeah. like well, and and you're obese technically, okay. This seems like a system that works. Right. Um, and anyway, anyway, um, all of those statistics that I just read off. None of it was anywhere close to the eighty percent that Callie means just tossed. That off. was. Um, yeah, those were a lie, <laughs> right? Um, as for obesity being genetic, which according to Callie, can't possibly be the case. It has to be the food. Um, I'm going to read to you once more from the CDC. In recent decades, obesity has reached epidemic proportions in populations whose environments promote physical inactivity and increased consumption of high-calorie foods. However, not all people living in such environments will become obese, nor will all obese people have the same body fat distribution or suffer the same health problems. These differences can be seen in groups of people with the same racial or ethnic background and even within the same families. Genetic changes in human populations occur too slowly to be responsible for the obesity epidemic. Nevertheless, the variation in how people respond to the same environment suggests that genes do play a role in the development of obesity. Um, so, how could that happen? Well, genes uh, give the body instructions for responding to changes in its environment. Um, so, studies of resemblances and differences among family members, twins, and adoptees offer indirect scientific evidence that a sizable portion of the variation in weight among adults is due to genetic factors. Uh -huh. Other studies have compared obese and non-obese people for variation in genes that could influence behaviors, such as a drive to overeat or a tendency to be sedentary. 
or metabolism, such as diminished capacity to use dietary fats as fuel or an increased tendency to store body fat. These studies have identified variants in several genes that may contribute to obesity by increasing hunger and food intake. Um, rarely, a clear pattern of inherited obesity within a family is caused by a specific variant of a single gene, um, monogenic obesity, that's called. Most obesity, however, probably results from complex interactions among multiple genes and environmental factors that remain poorly understood. Any explanation of the obesity epidemic has to consider both genetics and the environment. One explanation that is often cited is the mismatch between today's environment and energy-thrifty genes that multiplied in the distant past when food sources were unpredictable. In other words, according to the thrifty genotype hypothesis, the same genes that helped our ancestors survive occasional famines are now being challenged by environments in which food is plentiful year-round. Other hypotheses have been proposed, including a role for the gut microbiome as well as early life exposures associated with epigenetic changes. So, the argument that Callie Means is making is, uh, oh, they're researching this to try to establish that it's genetics, and then as soon as they can, as soon as they can nail that down and establish that, then it'll be ozempic for everyone. And uh, to me, if they actually manage to establish that with peer-reviewed evidence that it actually is genetic factors, then. Fuck it, sure, yeah, why not? A Zempic for everyone. Because if it's proven that you're going to get fucking obese regardless what you eat, then yeah, probably medical intervention is the only answer. <laughs> like, what else are you supposed to do? Well, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, but also understanding the ramifications of long-term use of Ozempic, which we absolutely yes, yeah, do yeah, not yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then it's a Heavy asterisk still there. But, but yeah, medical intervention of some description. Yeah, and uh, I think that this speaks to what I have a serious problem and I constantly have to deal with in my own life as a sick person is that yeah. the issue that I absolutely have, I don't think that I don't think any doctor wants anyone to be sick. I don't think that they like it for a second. Um, and what the issue is what capitalism has trained us to do and to mm. expect as a solution is there is a quick fix and an instant solution you can buy. And a medicine is a thing that you can buy and then it fixes mm -hmm. a problem. This We are not, you know, we, we are not drains to be snaked. We are complex human beings live in a complex society. And yep. when a society for a long period of time refuses to address all of these systemic problems and instead can slap a band-aid on it they want to because it's just simpler it's what the it's what congress and like governmental bodies want to do now it's it, this is it's it, we're in a place where i've had this experience fucking till i'm blue in the face and on an individual level thinking that you can buy one thing to fix a problem and that just mm. isn't how it works and no. If they can't buy a problem, if they can't buy a solution, there's certainly health problems where I purchase a solution and I take it every day and that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's other problems that are definitely genetic that doctors are like, they we used to just say, well, you're lying. And yeah, right. <laughs> 25 years later in this modern utopia <laughs> – of capitalism at 11 they're no longer like you're lying they're like well we know that you feel fucked up and we don't know what to do yeah we don't know why sucks so, to suck that's good luck that's the yeah. that's the leaps in technology that i've lived through 
Yeah, that's that's yeah, I, to me I, is I, the crux of the complaint is you can't just buy a fucking fix yeah, for it. Yeah, I, I I think so, and I I think a huge deal of extensive research needs to be done into the subject of genetic obesity because clearly it's very fucking complicated. And guess um, how it's not biased is if it's publicly funded and it's public research, not fucking. Would be nice. Uh, right. Would be nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Lauren, how do you feel about fish tanks? Great. Love it. Great. Love Vibes. it. Okay. Well, well I've got some bad news because apparently ours is dirty. This is why Russell Novo Nordics just passed LVMH, Louis Vuitton, as the most valuable company in Europe. But what's interesting is that Ozempic is not – my message is very simple. When are we going to realize that if you have a dirty fish tank, you've got to clean the tank. You don't drug the fish. We are drugging the fish in America. Okay. We are giving people stands. We're giving them metformin. We're giving them blood pressure medication. We're giving them SSRIs. 25% of women in the United States are taking one. We're giving them Ozempic now. That's the average American patient. And as we do this, our costs are going up and our sicknesses are going up and our life expectancy is going down. Um, we've got to That's attack all true. these industrial complexes. That's all true. I will say the health industry has done a lot of good things in the past hundred years, but it's been co-opted. We lost our way, just like the education industrial complex and the military industrial complex. These industries that have done a lot of good are completely losing their way. And I, I think, uh, Russell, when you talk about optimistic or not, I'm optimistic that people are waking up, listening to you and others. But uh, it is, these are existential threats. If we let ourselves continue to get sicker, more depressed, more infertile, um, fatter, while bankrupting the country, that is the top threat to America. There it is. Okay. Fat people are the top threat to America. You heard it on Stay Free first, folks. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I said where's the – basically, I feel like I said the more rational version of, mm -hmm. like – of what he's implying because yeah you can't just slap a band-aid on this like broken uh, I, system right i feel like you might be doing some filling in of the gaps for this guy of course uh, <laughs> but also <laughs> yeah. cleaning a fish tank great idea but there is a specifically an additive that you can put oh, in your fish you tank to clear you up don't the drug water. the fish everybody yeah you do um it's, it's yeah you yeah. do um and they're happier. It's called yeah, ick. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part. Yeah, yeah that's part of fish care. And mm -hmm. so, like, yeah, I do think the fish tank is dirty. There, specifically, his little analogy. You can add chemicals that are fine oh, I mean, to the it's, fish it's, it's, tank. It's, it's, like, he's terrible with metaphors. This guy. Just do, he's, he's, but you got to do all of it. You, he's, you he's know, got a few. Um, Take it, so cleaning it, but also. Yeah, just, come yeah. on. Like, so anyway, fat people and SSRIs are the problem. Um, <sighs> blood pressure medication is the problem, and Dude. it's all making us sicker. Um, yeah, the, the, fuck off. It's stupid. It's dishonest, and it's very fucking obvious. Um, the SSRIs save lives. Like I was put on one immediately post suicide attempt, and I can say with absolute certainty that it helped my ass get back to something resembling normal thinking patterns. Yeah, right. Be, be, yeah. Because it. it fucking did it was medically necessary it saves blood lives pressure every day. blood pressure medication saves lives because yeah. of course it fucking does yeah like this this man is absurd it's completely absurd but no let's stop let's just stop taking all medications and eat some fucking organic corn or take a supplement or buy a shitty book from a bullshit artist and his sister oh my god just 
rage. A rage. Rage well, at this man. I'm on um, blood pressure medication. Right. Do, right. Does everybody think that I'm a person that's of the age and weight to, that, like, is this what you picture in your mind? I bet he yeah, doesn't. No. It's no. a thing. I don't eat meat. And, like, yeah. my doctor's like, that's fucking crazy. Why is this a problem? <laughs> Yeah. And it was like, hey, have you been watching this for a long time? And I'm like, yeah, it's always the same. And it's like, that's weird. Well, you're getting <laughs> yeah. older. We're going to put you on medication and bring this number down because it doesn't like it's because it could be an issue. Yeah. We want to make sure you stay alive. That's, and that's then the plan. That happened. Like, yeah. It uh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I would love to have the thing is, is like. Man, my entire fucking life, I've been surrounded by all these, like, individual, like, blamey, it's your problem, you are the only one who has a solution, and everybody else is in the same fucking boat. Like, man, I'm doing everything I fucking can, and mm -hmm. shit just ain't changing. <sighs> like, it, <laughs> health is so complex. Society is, like... The thing is, is if we're if we're looking at everything in, on in, in at an individual level, it does not make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like we have to look at the systemic conditions that have have gotten us here and stop trying to slap band aids on it. That's what I'm saying, and I'm saying mm. we need regulation and we need to fund research that is yeah. not biased and isn't corporatized. Yeah, they're hard agree. Coming somewhere else. It's just, ugh, come on. Well, this this is by my book. They're poisoning you by my book. Um, fucking guy. Uh, next up, Russell does a little bit of projecting. Yeah, you coined, or at least you used the phrase chronic disease industrial complex. And I suppose what was indicated in your last answer complex. is we have a kind of broken psychopathic metric by which we measure our country's success as much as you might describe and outline the terrifying statistics, the diabetes, the uh, infertility, uh, the sort of, uh, the, even the more diffuse and difficult to measure sorrow and despair that I sense is yeah. increasing across the world. Those are more the harder things, I guess, Capitalism. to get accurate metrics Capitalism. on, referring as they do to people's subjective inner experience. It seems that if that cannot be opposed, we're in serious trouble. And, you know, using the phrase industrial complex seems right because, you know, we've bought into play already the idea that it's beneficial, of course, for the food industry, because whilst it might be creating decline, it's also generating profit and addiction and, a, and an addict is a customer for life. It, the pharmaceutical industry is benefiting from it. One senses that the legacy media are tied into these systems financially and ideologically in some way, that the state benefits from passive and consuming citizens. It's a very difficult thing to imagine um, breaking down, isn't it, Callie? Uh, and it requires probably, in essence, firstly, the uh, recognition, recognition of the sanctity of the individual, the duty of the individual to awaken, and then some kind of organization. It is the duty of the, the individual to awaken, and then some kind of organization. Subscribe to my locals channel. Um, anyway, the world seems to be more full of sorrow and despair. Is it the world, Russell, or is it you? Just a just a thought. Um, yeah, wow. So Russell's hopped on board. Um, the the he's he's just he's just all fucking in. He's just like, yeah, all of what you've said. I mean, these guys <laughs> seem pretty. They, they, 
birds of a feather. <laughs> Ab- absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah. I, again, I think this is the I want to say third appearance of this guy on the show. I think because um, I, I think he first went on way back when um, b- before before Russell went on Rogan um, back in March 2023. Kelly um, Means was on before that. Can we buy Occam's razors in bulk and just send one to each one of these guys? Like, the problems are so obvious, and they're making these, like, obfuscating conspiracy theories, and it's just such a fucking waste. Yeah, it's a waste of a lot of things. Um, You know, time and money to a lot of people, um, and but they make a lot of money. These two people make a lot of money from doing it, so, I mean, it's very difficult to disincentivize them. Genuinely, Um, people, I mean, whether we like it or not, people are going to do whatever they're going to do with their money and their time. But what the issue is, at the end of the day, is that they are distracting from any effort to come together and actually fix these problems. That's That's my beef. Yeah, generally, yeah, that's why they're, they're, I show are, up here. They are actively making these things worse. Yeah, by, yeah, by, by yeah, by by uh, by distracting from the actual cause of the issue. Um, yeah, and the potential remedies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. But but now nah, Russell doesn't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, God, you're right, aren't you? You're so great. Um, so. Callie Means uh, explains a little bit next up uh, about how he became such a radicalized shithead. And there's one big name with a big show specifically at fault. Do you have any guesses who that might be? Uh, you know what? Let's roll the dice. Let's let's see. Roll that beautiful <laughs> bank footage. I'm not even guessing. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think you would have got it, but let's let's find out. Yeah. I, I had two moments in the past couple years. Um that were powerful for me. One was um, early on during COVID when I, I hadn't really heard of Joe Rogan and, and uh, there's just absolute vilification of, of the guy. And um, I'm like, you already said it. I wasn't going to guess it. That threw me off. And it's just time after time. He's talking about (laughs) exercising. He's talking about being a good person. He's talking about eating good food. He's talking about looking at the sun. He's saying, this is the basis of health. And it was, it, it dawned on me, it's like, literally there's leaked emails from Dr. Fauci saying he's the number one threat in America, this guy, who's on the podcast saying, basically, you know, it's not necessarily all health is a pharmaceutical issue. It's almost a spiritual crisis we have where we need to take matters into our own hands. And then, Russell, quite frankly, at the community festival with with you, I have never been surrounded by more positivity, by people working on improving their lives, by people talking about their recovery journeys, by many speakers talking, you know, not in a mean way, but just in an empowering way, how to break free of a lot of the institutions that are profiting from us. We had a direct line to every editor in the country, and we paid their bills. What you heard at the end of there was not an edit from me. That's Russell's incredible team just shoving in an entirely different part of the interview. Just jamming it in there, yeah. despite it being obvious and incoherent. Um, yeah, still no credits at the end of the show, by the way. So, yeah. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, active listeners might have might have picked up on a little edit point earlier in a different clip as well. There was another little cut there but um there yeah there, there were i think there were some technical issues with this interview that they did but either way it's just fucking absurd that the the way they've edited this together i mean you can fix these things in post it's the point mm. um anyway let's all go outside and look at the sun everybody <laughs> so let's all go and slowly blind ourselves <laughs> 
Joe Rogan <laughs> as a picture basis. of health? It's the basis of health. It's the basis of health. Excuse me? The picture of health is a is an incredibly Ooh. pink, vascular pink thumb. <laughs> With like six elk in his freezer. And again, I know that that's what he looks like. And I shouldn't judge based on what he looks like. But I just don't think that that, like, I hate to be hypocritical in this exact same episode. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that, I I think that health looks a lot different for a lot of people. I don't think you should be that pink. I don't think that's a healthy way to be. I I think that man is stuffed to the gills with supplements and steroids. That's what I think Joe Rogan is. But there we go. It's a blood allocation situation. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck me. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, Fauci Fauci never said that Rogan was the number one threat to America in public or in any leaked emails, but had he said it, I'm not entirely fucking sure I'd disagree. Uh, and Callie Means here is a good example as to why Rogan is such a dangerous idiot. Yeah. Because he inspires people like this. Yeah. <laughs> and legitimizes them and mainstreams them. Like, yeah. if we're considering, like, you can't... <laughs> If we're going to acknowledge that a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan and he's a new Johnny Carson, I'm not talking about the quality of the entertainment or anything at all. It's just the people that are watching him to for entertainment. Mm. It is an entertaining person for a large chunk of people. Yeah, he's, he's fucking monolithic. Like, so he's then he's huge. also right. So then also to act like he's this health guru, it's just we need to address things for what they are as an entertaining person with a talk show mm-hmm. and not like also a health and spiritual guru person like we just need to be a little more fucking realistic and yep. we're not and yeah, this no, is exactly right, right. what happens this is the result and, and, yeah i know i know it's it's completely nuts and 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 Rogan is a fucking moron as well. I, I don't know if you heard, um, there was a recent episode of Cognitive, uh, Cognitive, uh, Cognitive Dissonance that I was listening to, um, where they, they covered a little, a little clip of, uh, Rogan on his show attributing, um, kind of a moment of senility, uh, to Joe Biden. But of uh-huh. course, and it actually turned out like he was fact checked by Jamie in that moment of like, Oh no, it was actually Trump that said this. Ah, shit. It was, it was the, it was the whole thing of, um, uh, the civil war airports situation. Oh. It, it was that whole thing. It was like, Oh, Biden said this thing. It was like, Oh, shut up. You catastrophic idiot. At least they got um, it. Jeez. Like, at least Jamie, is- Jamie caught it in the moment. That's an improvement. That's an yeah. improvement from where it was. That's for sure. But still, not a great still sign. like. <laughs> No, and you, you look at his guest list, and I'm like, oh, this is 80% shitheads, and then a few famous people. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah, sorry to anyone. He's doing a talk show and there. making a lot of money is what he's doing, he's and that's it. $100 million. To $100 treat it as anything more than that is wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I, I, yeah, I, uh, fucking, fucking guy. Um, anyway, <laughs> There's uh, there's a little more from Callie Means here, where we learn uh, that in fact what he's doing is is dangerous. It's it's risky. It's mm. the pharmaceutical industry and the healthcare industry at large spends five times more on political donations and lobbying than the oil industry. Right? They are the people that pay the politicians' paychecks. Frankly, the RNC and the DNC's paychecks. Ban lobbying. 
Um, and then tech companies, mm-hmm. and then not even talking about research. Obviously, it's the biggest funders of, of universities and academic research, more than 50% of the funding for Stanford Medical School and Harvard Medical School, such pharma. So they, they control these organizations. And I can tell you, this idea of patient empowerment, this idea of people asking their own questions, it's very disruptive. A kid that learns metabolically healthy habits and isn't on the bandwagon starting you know, in high school when they're on SSRIs, which are being prescribed widely to high schoolers, on Adderall, which are 20% of high school seniors now, on stands, which are blowing up among high schoolers because of the cholesterol issues, on an Ozempic oh. now. If a kid isn't on that bandwagon, they're losing out on millions of dollars for the pharmaceutical industries. So this is not this is serious business. And um, and uh, and I saw it. Uh, that th- there's uh, that th- 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 these companies know how to how to attack and how to attack dirty. Really, really, you saw it, did you? Please provide us with some evidence, some some whistle that you could, for instance, blow and 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 provide us with just anything, anything to back up what you're saying. Um, well, would be lovely. But it sounds um, like he's blowing a whistle on uh, healthcare marketing being bad. Yeah, we know. Yeah, no fucking shit. And what? Um, and what do you well, plan yeah, to do about it, sir? It's serious business giving people metabolically healthy habits, as he puts it, which will be a blow to the pharma companies because they'll lose money and they attack and they attack dirty. What we're, of course, supposed to infer here is that Callie Means is just so brave to say the things he says. And, well, he could be taken down at any minute. Sure thing. Um, I actually play this clip mostly just to examine Russell's response to it up next. But as it was brought up, yeah, you're fucking right. And lobbying. And lobbying. Yeah. Absolutely. Ban that. All like, of it. Tomorrow. Yeah. Again. Let's do that. Very good luck. Very Let's good luck trying to convince your right wing base that that'll uh, that that's a good idea. But meh, meh, meh. I do want to say thing about statins too, because it's one of those things that like it's it's another mm. kind of hot button, and I I already put it out there. Man, mm. what a, like diet, exercise, all that stuff. Obviously, I'm getting older. I'm not in as great shape as I used to be, but I used to fucking play like competitive like contact sport uh like i was on a travel team we like it was hard i did a lot and like i i do a lot of the stuff not like i don't do the wooey stuff but i do i work really hard to try and do all the moderation and the reasonable eating and i don't eat animal mostly like i don't You know, like there's all these things that like I have made changes and my blood test came back the same no matter what. So Mm -hmm. something's going on. And you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. It's a little crazy, a little weird. Um, And I'm I'm not particularly confident about the amount of super fun sites that were around my home. Um, Several named after the streets that my bus would take to school. Uh, right. Mike has three times as many, <laughs> you know, right. that's, I, that's what um, I'm concerned almost, about. And we are talking about that. Almost like that whole discussion about environment having an effect on genetics might have, uh, might have something might have something a lot to, to do it. with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe that's what we should hmm. be talking about. Maybe we should talk, talk about like environmental regulations. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Doesn't, uh, doesn't come up in this interview. Curiously. Okay. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
No, nah, just not mentioned whatsoever. Um, no, no. Um, I'm anyway, full, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. No, you, you've you've every right to be completely <laughs> flabbergasted by that, but but yeah, just 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 doesn't come up. Um, the the environment in in general doesn't. Um, it it comes up tangentially in a minute, but uh, but for the most part, no, not really. Um, anyway, being attacked by pharma companies—that subject, right? This is this is uh, well. I wonder where Russell's going to go with it. Yeah, you are describing an extraordinary amount of power. Thank you for your kind comments about community. I mm. felt the same way, and obviously the so the sort of recent attacks on me have been at points overwhelming and terrifying and there are ways in which i've made myself vulnerable because of the you know the as i've described the promiscuity in in my past but when i recently discovered uh, that so vulnerable Moderna by raping women were uh, spying on me mm. and hiring FBI agents. It's, a, it's difficult yeah, it's not to uh, see some kind of connection between the type of power that you've described and attempts to just remove voices that are anti-establishment by whatever means are available. It seems like that to me. Do you know much about sort of Moderna's projects that seem to be beyond Absolutely. the remit? Like, this is just a company that's meant to be making medicine. How do you go from making medicine to employing former FBI operatives to spying on people to even having an agenda of that nature? When did this? When did it become so weaponized? Is Moderna oh. tapping your phone, Russell? Is Moderna well, in the room with us right now? <laughs> so, I mean, good lord, if anyone ever got high on his own supply, well, this is it right here, right? Right. As as we've as we've mentioned previously, Russell definitely read that Lee Fang piece that we covered because, well, his name was in it. Yeah. Um the Lee Fang piece, which was just made up bullshit. We we covered it, dismantled it, complete horse shit. But according, no, not according to Russell. No, no, no. He's taken it that Moderna are specifically hiring FBI agents to spy on him. And that somehow partly caused the very credible sexual assault allegations against him. Um, when I talk about people living in two different realities, it doesn't get much bigger than this because holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, sounds wow. fucking paranoid. Uh, okay, and another thing that we covered in our little logical fallacies uh, discussion, and I think is uh, very appropriate to bring up right now, is DARVO and how we combat DARVO in the conversation that we had. But basically, it's the, um, what is it? deny attack reverse victim offender that a narcissist does putting mm. themselves in the position of a victim mm -hmm. when they are the ones victimizing and he's doing it again well told you yep. yep told you guys here it is <laughs> yeah bingo yep. Yep. i knew i wouldn't have to wait another episode i knew it had come yep. up i'm sad it's crazy didn't take long. Did not take long. I also feel um, like I'm laughing a lot today, and I feel like I've gone over some precipice. I'm, <laughs> I, no, no. Laughter, I haven't reached for the is, hammer. I'm just, I'm having a day. Uh, this laughter is, is an entirely appropriate reaction to something so absurd. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah because that's true. That's true. most of the things they're talking about is completely fucking absurd. It's nuts. It's complete 
batshit horse shittery. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just it's just not again yep. based in reality. And mm -hmm. and yeah, you can either laugh or you can cry. I tend to choose to laugh um, in most instances, unless this guy makes me angry again. Yeah, um, laugh or hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much laugh or hammer. That yeah. is the should be the fucking motto of this podcast. Um, Callie means uh, has an explanation as to when this all became weaponized, and well, he's got a banger of a source for us. Well, it started becoming weaponized when this became the largest industry in the country. Um, again, going back to talking to a Harvard obesity doctor off the record, she said she does feel uncomfortable at the wide prescription of Ozempic, but if they stop having obese people and more people don't get sick and more people don't get in their clinics as lifetime patients, she'll lose her job and she'll have to lay off a bunch of people in the clinic they just built. This is the incentive That's, and it's an invisible hand that leads, leads some bad people, but a lot of good people uh to do things gonna, that are I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop that and rewind that we just missed that little that little shower. this is the incentive and it's an invisible hand that leaves leads some oh. bad people but a lot of good people <laughs> uh to do things that are that are really really not great on the moderna front and Li Feng has been a uh a champion on this uh, you know mm. been in touch with him and just just uh incredible reporting this came out in the twitter files this came out in other email leaks that i mentioned with with Dr. Fauci and freedom of information requests. Okay, fuck me. Of course he knows Lee Fang and the fucking Twitter files and the FOIA requests against Fauci, apparently. What what a crock of shit. Um, yeah. More importantly, shout out to our members of the Invisible Hand. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. Well done for um pressuring doctors into prescribing weight loss drugs apparently you can all add that to your resume congratulations we see you or i should say <laughs> we don't see you we don't see you what uh, unlike the obfuscating cloud we see the obfuscating cloud um <laughs> it obfuscates um anyway uh so according to this guy's unnamed off-the-record source, who was apparently a female doctor at the Harvard Obesity Clinic. If they don't prescribe a Zempic, they'll have to shut down the clinic and lay everybody off and blah, 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 blah. Penthouse letter, girl. Okay. You're right. Yeah, Cite your sources or get the fuck out, Kelly Means. Like, Jesus Christ. The notion <laughs> that someone works at an obesity clinic and wants mm. people to be fat is fucking an outrageous <laughs> thing to say. It is out. It is on another planet. That's yeah. completely insane. I, yeah. 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 Now, uh, a marketing executive, fucking sure. But a sure. doctor that's actually in the clinic, get Medical the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Absolute bananas. Um, God, God. Um, and speaking of fruit, actually, Lauren, do, do you like oranges? How do you feel about oranges? Oh, they're great. They're great. They're great. You like them? Well, oh, yeah. I have some bad. I have some bad news about oranges. I bet you do. <laughs> Processed food is much easier to control and much more profitable than a natural food. Yeah, and super. there's been a massive uh, <laughs> shift to ultra-processed food. It's gone from zero percent of our diet to close to seventy percent in the past hundred years. Um, and okay. I really do think that has led, obviously, to a health disaster, an economic disaster, because our human capital is being destroyed. Um, but it's it, also but to, to a degree, I think a spiritual crisis, cause we were totally disaggregated from our land, you know, um, yeah. uh, an orange today, you needed, uh, you need four oranges to get the nutrients that you had in one orange 50 years ago. Our soil has been so depleted, right? We, we've, we've raped the soil, uh, so much 
that our food is like significantly uh, less nutrient dense. We're kind of causing this issue. Shouldn't use that word around Russell. Um, interestingly, uh, there is some truth to what he's saying. Yeah. Um, no, not about oranges or the soil, but food generally is less nutrient dense than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 2004 US study found uh, important nutrients in some garden crops are up to 38% lower um, than there were at the middle of the 20th century. Um, so, on average, uh, across the 43 vegetables, analyzed calcium content declined by 16% iron by 15% and phosphorus by 9% the vitamins riboflavin and ascorbic acid both dropped significantly while there were slight declines in protein levels as well so similar decreases have been observed in the nutrients present in wheat so what the fuck is happening there um Prompted by food shortages after World War II, scientists developed new high-yield varieties of crops and breeds of livestock alongside synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, and herbicides to boost food production. Coupled with improvements in irrigation and the advent of affordable tractors, crop productivity increased dramatically. The average global cereal yield rose 175% between 1961 and 2014, um, with wheat, for example, rising from an average yield of 1.1 tons per hectare to 3.4 tons per hectare in around the same time frame um so same amount of land hell of a lot more thing um while yields went up nutrient levels in some crops declined bringing intensive farming techniques under scrutiny Mm -hmm. could it be as some have claimed that the result of increased use of artificial pesticides fertilizers and other chemicals disrupting the fine balance of soil life the health of crop plants and therefore affecting the quality of the food we eat um a hundred, uh, a hundred and seventy-year study into wheat grown using different farming techniques in the UK suggests that there is more going on. Uh, so the broad bulk experiment is what that's called, and it's one of the oldest continuous agronomic experiments in the world. Started in 1843, um, and it's been comparing the effect of inorganic fertilizers and organic manures on winter wheat. It has specifically examined the levels of iron and zinc in wheat grown under different farming methods, um, explains uh, Steve McGrath, a professor in soil and plant science at Rothamsted Research in the UK. Uh, first, our findings show that it isn't a lack of micronutrients in the soil that is driving the lower nutrients in the crop. Those that are bioavailable, that is, in a form that the plant can absorb, don't change with intensive farming methods. So in other words, it's not the soil has changed or has been damaged by farming practices. It's that we're able to grow bigger crops and more of them just in the same amount of space, meaning the number of nutrients in the soil has to stretch further to each crop. So the soil stays the same, but we're dividing that number among a larger number of crops. That's that's what that comes down to. Um that makes perfect as, sense. Yeah, no, it's it's completely like as as soon as you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, no, of course, <laughs> of course, that's yeah. absolutely why that's happening. Like, okay, it's probably less than ideal, but you know, we we could probably well, monoc- to- like monocrops are a big issue as far as like because different plants when grown in tandem use different nutrients in the soil. Yeah, it's not yeah, all yeah. the same thing. So yeah, yeah. you, it is. Uh, less efficient and you make less money if you grow a couple of plants together but money 
meant. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, meant. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and and all of that is to say that, like, yes, oranges are less nutrient dense than they were in the nineteen fifties or seventies or whatever. But you you wouldn't need four oranges to to you know to to account for one orange back then. He's he's yeah. very much high. Everything that he's saying is just blown way the fuck out of proportion well, in the name of scaring the shit out of you. Yeah, um, and the, the <laughs> issue is like okay, so then environmental regulation. Uh huh. EPA. Yeah. And yeah. This, this is remedying a the fucking problem. food waste problem. Like, there's yeah. food yeah. waste is such a fucking massive problem in this country. Yeah. And we would yeah. not have to have such a condent in this country and others. I'm, sh I'm you know, I'm, I, oh, yeah. I'm just speaking from America, but like, we wouldn't have to spread so, like, nutrients through more plants if we just grew, like, didn't have to overproduce for capitalism and then throw yeah. what 40 percent of it away like yeah i just mm, again. and that's that's again government regulations it's like <laughs> the, we come back to the same mm, honestly every fucking show it's regulation and capitalism uh, you morons uh, it's, the, it's yeah. every time mm. oh and as for processed foods going from zero percent of our diet to nearly 70 percent in our out of our diet in the last hundred years how time well, works come on it's Technology. <laughs> right. right. Firstly, it's about 60% according to the CDC. And secondly, duh. Like, we didn't have that technology to process food in that way a hundred years ago. So, of course, it's fucking gone up from zero to... Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Just it's zero to any amount. Because it just yeah. used to be fucking zero. Because <laughs> it didn't exist. You're measuring fucking... from when it was zero. Stupid. That's crazy. That's hilarious. Dis just dishonest moron. Um, All right. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Where we... Uh... <laughs> uh, we said we would get to Bill Gates um, at some point, and well, here it comes. And when I look at Bill Gates, who's who's making millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars from literally lab-grown meat, he's preaching fake meat, he's preaching ultra-processed food oh. and denigrating, the Gates Foundation is denigrating vegetables. He recently you know, said that anyone <laughs> that says trees help uh, uh, reduce carbon, which is literally their function, uh, isn't isn't practicing good science because he has hundreds of millions of dollars invested in carbon scrubbers machines, which are literally just basically trees. Uh -huh. um, so he's denigrating trees. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Um. <laughs> Get him! Drag her! Uh, yeah. So so well, once 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 again, <laughs> I'm I'm forced to defend someone I don't particularly like. Um, Bill Gates is is, is denigrating vegetables and trees apparently. <laughs> Get him. Get I mean, Gate, Get Gates after is it. a massive piece of shit. That is absolutely true, but for reasons that are actually based in reality. Mm -hmm. um, just him as a fucking person. Um, but uh, the vegetables thing, that's just make him up some bullshit. It's just, there's nothing to that. But, and, Denigrating yeah. vegetables? Denigrating vegetables. But what, what Gates said about- Taunting them with your mama jokes? Sir, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what Gates said about trees um, was that it was complete nonsense that planting enough trees would take care of the climate problem. Uh -huh. To which I say, correct. Duh. We, like, we are polluting far too much as a species for that to be a viable solution. Yeah, and if you ever want to look at... If you want to look at the results of all this, like, plant a tree for whatever, that's all greenwashing. It is a fucking disaster. And it's been going on since I was a kid. Like, well, we plant these trees. Yeah. See how that actually has worked out. 
Because we know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. And, and, it is a yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's marketing. It, it, in, it's in, all in terms, marketing. In terms of in terms of fixing anything, it's complete horseshit. Yeah, but keeping also, the trees also, we have is what we need to do right now. Old yeah. growth forests, not just planting. And it's like again, it's these like monocrops of like yeah. just they just yeah. decide. Just a couple of whites are like these are the trees we're gonna plant today. Beep bop boop. Fixed it. Bye. That's not how. It, oh my god. It's. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, Bill Gates does fund companies who spend their time planting trees. Like he almost certainly does a lot more for trees than fucking Cali Means does. So, well, so mm. and like, yeah, um, yeah. There's a way to do it, and there is a way to use it as a marketing ploy and well, to well, greenwash your company. And, 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 and it's 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 one of those things. Like any any fucking company describing themselves as carbon neutral or whatever else, that was like bullshit. It, it's fucking bullshit because. Yeah. Every, in, in almost every single case, it's oh no, it's it's offsets is what we we're not actually reducing mm. the amount that we're using. No, 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 we we're planting some trees over here, and that offsets all of the things we do. And no, it fucking doesn't. You lying pieces of shit. No, we pay uh, Tesla, yeah. and we can say it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Insane. Fucking marketing nonsense. Yeah. Oh, what a fuckwit. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, they, they, they get to a thing about pesticides in baby food, right? Which, which is, it's just another case of misrepresenting bullshit from Cali Means. But after that, um, he finally does get to who he thinks the problem is, right? In any world, if we had the USDA saying this is wrong on the baby formula, if we had Dr. Fauci saying that, we would stop that. When, when medical leaders say something, we listen. We listened to the Surgeon General in the 1980s. Smoking rates plummeted when they finally talked out about smoking. Frankly, we listened to Dr. Fauci when he said to get the COVID vaccine, more than 90% of people got it. So we do listen. We listened in the 1990s when the um, government told us to eat more carbs and sugar and the food pyramid, which led to disaster. So we listen. So if 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 the medical leaders spoke out, and then a lot of times I hear from from regulators are like, well, you know, that's going to be too expensive to tell everyone to eat organic. That's going to be too difficult. It's like, that's not their job. Their job is not to worry about the policy. The medical leader's job is to follow the science. Huh. Right now, we tell the kids, two-year-olds, that 10% of their diet could be added sugar because of the heavy lobbying of the sugar industry to the people making the nutrition guidelines. No, that is true. That should be zero. Okay. It is not the regulator's job to think about public policy. The, 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 the health industry, the health leaders need to say the truth that we should not be putting seed oils in baby formula that's covered in GMOs, that we should not be recommending sugar to two-year-olds. And then policymakers can do what they will of that. But the breakdown here is that the medical leaders are asleep at the switch and corrupted themselves. Medical leaders are the problem. They corrupted themselves. If Fauci just came out and told us to eat better, we would. Sure. That's sure thing, buddy. Absurd. <laughs> like Fauci, who is considered a demon among your people. You like, know? Yeah, okay, you'd listen. Sure. Friend, sure. can you walk out the front door and say that again and tell me with a straight face that that's true? Like, oh really? And But genuinely, oh like, the God. food pyramid is fucked up. And again, maintenance phase is why I know that. But that's, yeah. I mean, so, like, it sucks that there's, like, there's, again, there's seeds <laughs> uh, in what he's saying that is correct. But, like... Yeah, so, so I'm that, sorry. That, that, but, <laughs> like, but that that also that came out in like it was like the 50s, not the 90s. Like the it, food it, pyramid. It, it, oh no, no, the updated yeah, it's, food it's, pyramid. That was the 90s. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. But it's just way, it's way, it's way fucking older. Um, like, mm, and, it, and it's, it's still. Is, is it, I mean, like the the one from way before was already a fucking problem. Um, uh, okay. The, yeah. But like the yeah they the changes in the nineties are like extra like it's just it's it yeah it's shit on shit. It's a shit Pretty sandwich much. sandwich Pretty with much. shit chips on the side. Sure, um, but that's the thing is like it. it hmm, that's that's the part that's like kind of right and yeah lo- okay lobbying bad we agree that's lobbying policy bad. like lo- lobbying <sighs> lobbying bad yes like americans two years and older should keep their intake of sugars to less than 10 percent of their total that uh their total daily calories um like that's the that's the advice right um yeah. less than less than 10 percent um added sugars specifically added sugars as a category include sucrose dextrose table sugars syrups honey and sugars from concentrated fruit or vegetable juices um so if you, if you think about those things as well as the more obvious components of like sweet snacks and desserts like cookies ice cream donuts pastries etc like 10 percent, it's not extreme like if your kid has a muffin and a glass of oj that can easily account for 10 percent of their daily food right that, that that's you know that's that's not um mm-hmm. like kids kids don't eat fucking huge amounts yeah um so you know it's it's not it's not absurd um but you know i i, I think I don't know. Speaking as a parent of a toddler, I think we we've come a long fucking way in terms of nutrition for kids. Yeah, um, totally. You know, I, like most of the foods that I can buy for April are you know fucking sugar free. This and you know all made with <laughs> fruit and blah blah blah. You know, that's that's just this is most of the food. It's incredibly rare that 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 especially anything that is aimed at kids um has, has anything bad in it at this point like particular anything from that list anyway right um well he's still so, existing yeah. in a world where sugar from fruit and honey is better or different than refined sugar like yeah I, he's already yeah, the, coming the, from a flawed premise basically yeah, this is the thing. This is yeah. the thing. And also, um, it's 81% of adults in the US who got the first dose of the COVID vaccine and 70% are considered fully vaccinated. Uh, more than 90% my fucking ass. That's insane. Um, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, also, yeah, those yeah. numbers even sound high. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I've got to admit, got to admit. Um, reports not, uh, I've heard, well, I guess it is depending on where you're at, is like 60%. Yeah, the, the, it is the, regional. Is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. oh, oh, yeah, God, the, the different, yeah. the different differences like state by state and region absolutely insane there is there are some some portions where it's like fucking 20 percent of 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 a state and you're like whoa that's bananas um anyway we have one final clip from callie means and uh it's it's also another obvious edit from rb's team because somehow we get back to lee fang but but getting to lee fang and, and and what's happening the independent media revolution, I think, is on par of one of the biggest trends in American history. I, I think it's like, you know, Ben, ben Franklin level and, 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 and a real shift of how media and communication is happening. We've gone from a situation where there were a limited amount of networks completely funded by the industrial complexes to a more disaggregated where the biggest eyeballs and ears are tied to people that have more of an independent voice. This is extremely disruptive. Um, these are the folks like you that are hosting these conversations that are really asking core questions about society, about why so many kids are getting sick. And there's absolute 
almost, you know, violent um, opposition uh, to what's happening, you know, using every single tool in the book. So um, am I worried, you know, Russell, I, I don't know. I, I look at my kid and honestly, my, my, we talked about my mom who who died, I think unnecessarily from a metabolic condition. I, I, I feel really good about pushing this forward. I think I'm on the right side of history, but, um, right. but I, I, there are dark forces at play here. And I think if our message can continue getting out, it is extremely economically disruptive, but that gives me meaning. And, um, and I'll tell you, um, I think a lot of people are waking up and um, I think if we keep chipping away, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to change society. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of opposition. Wow, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for that beautiful summary. And th thank you once again for your optimism. Almost everything you've said, I thought oh, this needs to be broke up, put into a smaller clip and put out there because you, I think you're arming people with information that could change their lives. And based on what you've said about your recent trip to DC, you're having an impact in places that can make a meaningful difference. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing, Kelly. And thanks again for coming on. Sure. The idea of this guy making an impact in DC has a very different fucking feel after going through all of this. Oh, the, the people that get to show up and talk are, are shocking. We don't need to. Uh, mm -mm. That's a, that's a um, deep, ugly well. <laughs> yep. Bad news for that. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also don't disagree that the things he's saying might change people's lives because, again, it's separating them into a different reality to the rest of us. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, definitely, definitely probable. Um, and disenfranchising also, their ability to make any kind of meaningful difference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Russell Brand is Ben Franklin. Uh, <laughs> that was an interesting comparison. <laughs> it's Ben Franklin levels, honestly. Oh, okay. okay. Famous sex havers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Riddled <God>. with STIs, <laughs> legendarily. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh dear um yeah that's uh <sighs> that's kelly is, means is, <laughs> is 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 metabolic conditions his quantum physics is that yeah, his kinda, like kinda. is that just his blanket it, yeah, yeah, magic that, word that's, that's that's his magic word to describe all of the things that he says I, I i fail to see how pancreatic cancer is a metabolic condition you know how, how, as how, do i as do I a thing? Is it you. because is it because it involves the pancreas? Is that it? Is, is it? Uh, I'm assuming that's it. I but it's it's still it's still know. it's still cancer. Like it's it, it doesn't really you know like. <laughs> it is. Listen, cancer's fucking uh, scary. Like you know, right. as it is, hey, my, it is my, certainly. It's it's my, an issue for humans, and it has been for yeah, a long yeah, time. You know, pancreatic cancer, especially. My grandfather died of that. You know, yeah. like it, it's um, it's it's it, it, that's one of the ones where like if you get it, you are fucked. Yeah, and 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 that's it because yeah. there's there's no way to uh, no way to deal with that as of yet. I know a couple of years ago they managed to successfully three D print a pancreas for the first time, and that was fucking. I was like, what? That's wow. insane. Um, yeah, I know. It's crazy. And and hey, not just I for earrings that... anymore. Hey, right. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the, yeah, uh, the, I wouldn't have considered it a metabolic disease. Um, 
cancer. That's not. But, I, I um, don't think that a healthcare would qualify. Like, I, I don't think that a healthcare worker would qualify. Would put that under the heading of metabolic no. disease. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to read this book when it comes out from him and his sister because I, I, I imagine the subject will come up. Right, it'll surely I'd they would have so. that would that'll be a fucking chapter in the book. Is like let's make some money from mommy's death, everybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's going to be grim. I'm not excited at all, <laughs> but I'm I'll be interested to to see what a, what kind of a slant they put on it. It's not going to be good, I don't think. Um, yeah, wow, that's uh, that's Cali means anyway. We're done with him. We're di we're done with him for at least the foreseeable. Holy shit. Um, just finishing on a little bit of ass kissing there. Just, well, uh, <laughs> I hope he makes it out of solitary eventually. That's, that's <laughs> like the space he puts himself in. Like, I know, I know. Sir. He looks, he just, just, yeah. He's miserable. It looks very sad and lonely, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it does, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's yeah. a quality to painted brick that I think a lot of us maybe associate with like grades, like, the 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 most abysmal parts of our grade school you know like yeah, it's just i mean, I mean I, there are ways that you can make it look nice i mean a splash of color might do take you some good take the paint <laughs> off the brick yeah yeah red red brick looks lovely yeah um, you yeah, just you uh, take the paint off and it's you usually get more money when you for it's for true. a rental space at least it, it i watched nicer, it happen all yeah. over the fucking place in st louis <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sandblast and brick and magically you're gonna tack 200 bucks a month off of that yeah on yeah. that on the yeah, rent yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. man Absolutely. this is he's like to say that making healthcare rec like healthcare recommendations exclusively and then letting legislators legislate i'm sorry how do you think that works mm -hmm. like i uh, <sighs> Plenty of legislators make medical decisions all the time, and it's mm -hmm. a disaster in this country. Gestures to abortion. It's not, it, it's <laughs> the, like, in either intentional or ignorance, like, it's either intentional and underhanded, or it's just plain dumb. The things that are said, it just about women's reproduction in a state house say mm, missouri one i'm familiar with mm. they shouldn't be in charge of themselves let alone anyone else the misunderstanding is either so thorough or such a fucking nasty lie for their mm -hmm. own <laughs> devious reasons to to blame doctors it's on so many levels especially after what all healthcare workers have been through in this country for the last three years is a, yeah. is fucking reprehensible. It's crazy. That's so just dangerous. That's dangerous. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, the 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 things that this man is saying, it, it, they are fucking dangerous. But because his solutions to any of these problems 
Uh, yeah, like, oh, let's eat fucking organic foods, let's, let's, let's sleep more, let's, let's go out and fucking look at the sun, you know, that's, that's his solution to, to actual medical problems. I know. (laughs) Well, like, like, that's his solution to actual medical problems, like, that's what he is proposing instead of SSRIs, that's what he is proposing instead of fucking blood pressure medication. Like, it's stupid and dangerous. Yeah, it's I'm like, really they, they, dangerous. This, really this could dangerous. very well lead to people getting killed because of the things that this man is saying. It definitely does. We have mm. to accept that at this point. It definitely does. The yeah. way that I have had to learn how to talk to doctors, which, mm-hmm. guys, happens a lot, and it's always unpleasant. But, mm-hmm. and again, I've had to do it my entire life. So... <laughs> the change in how how I have to couch what I don't believe for them to listen to me has changed drastically. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I am not doing my own research on YouTube and Google University. I do not believe that <laughs> essential oils are going to fl- – th- because the way that they have to talk to me – yeah. is very like gingerly and carefully and they're navigating this like I can hear it when they're yeah, saying yeah, it to me yeah. and I'd be like whoa whoa okay so I I'm not bringing woo into this room and I'm not bringing I'm not bringing like whole foods crunchy mom into this room I'm here yeah, to talk yeah, to yeah. you about some solutions and they're like oh okay good well and let's actually talk about it and it's not like this th- listen <laughs> I'm not getting fixed it's not any better but at least we can have a conversation between two adults that aren't living yeah. in the fucking clouds. Yeah, that's it. We can have a conversation based in reality. Yeah. Um, unlike anyone who who is gonna try talking to a doctor after listening to this guy. Like, yeah. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Well, and what is really like I, I brought it up in uh the last solo my my history corner that I did for the last off brand, um, mm-hmm. about like this neo-feudalism like creeping in that's mm, terrifying mm. and what and that was just an idea but like the understanding of the pervasive capitalist immiseration that we are not talking about how dare these people insist you have to go to a job that gives you health insurance or else you will not get to pay for your health care and you will be out on your ass you will not have a place to live you will not have food to eat Good luck having a fucking family because you have to go to a job where you sit down all day every day, but you also definitely are. It's a problem that you're sedentary and it's your fucking fault. It's yeah, right. And you can't afford to eat well. So then take all this. Like it, it's just the end, like the pressure on the individual feels so fucking impossible. And what's terrifying for me is yep. what I know a lot about because I'm a curious little you know, muskrat. And I want to know about the Victorian times because there's a lot, It's and especially it's in English if it's in Britain. So it's easier for me to understand. And so I understand what they're saying and there's a lot, and y'all love keeping records. So there's a lot of them. And so oh, you yeah. have this idea of like what people went through during the first industrialization, pre-capitalist and like early capitalism and the way that people were fed into a meat grinder, the like that the poor, yeah. the working class. Almost literally. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 
making fabric <laughs> good god yeah. and so yeah. you have this section this like the basis of our society the es- actual essential workers because they're essential to make the world go round and the 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 class consciousness and the class solidarity at the top to inflict and to hold the line to immiserate the population and mm-hmm. to in, to reinforce it on every level. And man, oh man, there are so many more tools with technology and the way that society is built today to ratchet up the immiseration and the isolation in a, it, it, on steroids. Yeah, now absolutely, versus 100 we, years we, ago. We, the, the system from the jump was designed to fuck over the person doing the job. That's, that's, that's the, the, inter- the, the, that person is expendable and we don't give a fuck about them. Um, and, well, yeah, and, capitalism is built on the premise that yeah. you can just line go up forever. Yeah. And that's, yeah. a child understands that's not possible, that that's magical thinking. So the whole system is built on magical thinking. I had this thought yesterday and I wrote it down and I thought there's no way that it's going to come up in the episode. It fucking has. It's crazy. (laughs) So blaming the symptoms Mm -hmm. and blaming the individual for feeling the symptoms of pervasive Mm -hmm. capitalist immiseration of the the people, capital T, capital T, T, capital P, the people. Mm-hmm. Prohibition, one of the best. Ooh, the Ken Burns, mm-hmm, real good. Prohibition was a result, was was a very legitimate reaction to this like pervasive alcoholism problem. Guess what? It's because the workers were absolutely miserable. Yeah. A yeah. result. And this whole, like, this demonization, this, like, puritanical, like, carry nation going and fighting dudes in a bar and being all whoosy-whatsy and getting all up in people's faces when the problem was capitalism. The crack epidemic. The same thing. You are demonizing the very bottom, like, the most vulnerable people in your society. You are using them as a scapegoat. You are demonizing them, and you are othering them, the people that are fucking cleaning your house and picking your food, and, like, you would not be able to survive without them. And it's prohibition, Mm -hmm. the like, the drug war, and the opioid crisis. These are all products of a system that is fucking broken and if you don't fix the system you're just gonna have more scapegoats to feed through a meat grinder and it's a distraction yeah yeah it's it's why i have never ever begrudged any homeless person who has wanted to get completely shit-faced yeah, with would money too. that i give them because i'm like yeah i fucking would that's you kidding me if i was living on the streets yeah i'd want to get shit-faced yeah, no yeah absolutely you Go to town. But that's even um, like, uh, that's a misunderstanding that I think people have. Eh. They, people do not understand how many houses, and this is in America, how many, I, I, I cannot imagine it's the same in the UK. It just, from what I know. It's, it's not great here. It's, it's, not, it's great. not great. Well, mm. you're right. And I'm I'm it's, positive that's it's, true. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely but, definitely not to, to American levels. Um, that, that wowie, is, that zowie. Is yeah, no, yeah. It's, and it's getting worse every day. But yeah. the amount of people that are homeless, that are mm-hmm. without, that are houseless, are experiencing yeah, homelessness yeah, yeah. and yeah. have a full time job, yeah. have more than one job. People do not understand that. 
There's mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, it's anecdotes and I listen to a lot of reporting and stuff. And I try to stay abreast of these situations, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I hate using anecdotal, you know, kind of like stories. There are numbers to back it up. But like yeah. people working like for Disney World, but sh- the gal that's like homeless and like freezing to death in her car. <laughs> Yeah. And like she worked at Disney World yeah. and they all loved her and knew her and had a big funeral and it was so sad. And like, guys, like what, what the, are we doing? What are we well, doing? The system, when the system is that fucking stacked against you, you know, from the start, Jesus Christ, you know. It, it We're just... all like a, a slip and fall away from total annihilation like total oh, like yeah. just there's nothing there's oh, nothing yeah yeah on, on a on a personal on a personal level i mean i think most people in in the u.s and the uk are like what two paychecks i think away from away from being in that situation mm-hmm. away from being houseless um you know something like that um and and in in many cases just one paycheck uh you know if it's a yeah. you know and it, it's um it's terrifying that the, the we're all just expected to live on the cusp of that at all times. Um, well, and, the, and the, the the programming and like and the the God, I don't want to sound like Russell. Fuck me. Um, it's all the same words. It's <laughs> no, all the same the, shit. The, the, but it's just slightly no, but, different. But, but, makes but, it completely but wrong. But here's the thing: we're talking about the actual problem, not yeah. the thing that they're saying is the problem. I can you still know, be mad that they made it more hard. It's already hard to talk about. That's yeah. the other thing: is it's already so yeah. hard to talk about because yeah. of the demonization of any collective anything in America. Again, I, I'm turning forty sooner than I'd want to, and the change in individuals, even the kind of shitty ones I interacted with as a kid. The change is fucking stark, even mm-hmm. in like that kind of like rugged individual lie that we were. Fa- it's it's more impossible than ever, and the the mythos is more pervasive than ever. Like we yeah. have this dichotomy that is just pulling itself apart, and <laughs> capitalism, dog. It's capitalism. And again, yeah. it's going to be feudalism, if not already looking like feudalism. Because even aesthetically, we have problems. We have very obvious problems. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And just because we can play Candy Crush on our phone, they think that that's enough and that we'll just get by. Like, it's it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Old, fucking clinging on by the skin of our teeth every day. Yeah. Um. Right. <laughs> Oh boy! Telling me oh, people boy. love their health insurance? No, no, they don't. Yeah, Not off. one. Fuck off! Stop feeding me lies. <laughs> oh dear. Well, that's our show, everybody. Uh- <laughs> and if you have black painted brick in your home, I bet it's lovely. I bet you styled it different, or you're renting and you can't do anything about it. I just yeah, think that it case, was a yeah. weird. It was jar. It was a jarring visual, and it just took me. Left field. I do all things. I've seen precious like like this little my my stupid little uh <laughs> curtains that I have that I found for three dollars and I knew would look fine with the rest of my stuff that I mm. got from a thrift store. Um, yeah. which they have a blue version in uh anybody that's seen the Mother God oh, documentary. Okay. 
they have like the blue color because it's a really popular, you know, hippy dippy bullshit thing to sell. And they it showed up and Mike paused the documentary and was like, oh, and then like looked and was like, we have the same curtain. Like, honey, anyone that's ever smoked pot has the same curtain. It's fine. <laughs> but it is very funny that the blue version is like there's that kind of like I'm used to this print being associated with Russell's associates. It's crazy to see <laughs> like solitary confinement cell that man popped up in. It was just alarming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, yeah. It, 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 everything about this guy is a lot in a lot of ways. I'm going to um, post a picture on the Patreon publicly if you want to see it. Go to our Patreon because, like, yeah, it's just sure. even if you listen, you got to see this. It's just it feels like a joke. <laughs> feels like yeah. I feel like I'm being pranked yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Gulag is appropriate. Um, the ghoul in the gulag. That's yeah. that's this fucking guy. Jesus Christ, Callie means wow. Yep. Um, yeah. I I'd love to say that. Hey, we'll probably never have to deal with this guy again. But again, he's a repeat guest on Russell's show, yeah. so he's gonna come back. Whether he says anything of interest is a different question, but he's definitely gonna come back. I'm very uh, interested. I think it's really interesting how close he can get, but mm. not, but being wrong, like but being so wrong, it's, so but wrong. it's like that. I yeah. feel like they're getting close. It's not Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is a Looney Tune. Like he's mm. just, oh, just, just like the little Kirby just bopping around being like a little pink ball, having a time. This is, this is a guy that sounds serious sounds smart sounds informed yeah i said sounds yeah sounds and it's so it's a lot closer to the real thing i'm interested to yeah, see how I, I, you close know, they he's, can get he's he's a pretty good communicator i'll say that um i i imagine he was probably quite good at his job working for farmer um also. yeah that yeah immediate mm. disqualification i'm sorry no no you mm. worked in farmer marketing i do not believe a word that comes out of your mouth bye <laughs> nope. just by default like nope nope nope, nope, nope. Mm -mm. yeah but no he's mm -mm. a whistleblower now okay okay um right well if you want to support us and what we do go to patreon.com slash on brand um we would love that we'd love to have more of you and you know yeah um patrons we do love you very much uh if you want to get in touch, drop us an email. It's theonbrandpod at gmail.com. Um, there is a Facebook group full of uh, full of wonderful people, and that's uh, On Brand Awakening Wonders. Um, come and join there. I, I posted a funny video there just today. Um, have you seen that funny video yet, Lauren? Probably not. What have I seen? When have you ever I seen just any, saw any? Yeah, I just saw yeah. your email you sent me a week ago. This Dude, is true. You, yeah, you're still playing catch up. You're, you're still that there's a funny video that is history related that you will enjoy that I've posted sure. to the uh, to their Facebook group. There you go. Um, there is a subreddit on brand underscore pod with some wonderful human beings there and our wonderful mod Monica, um, who is uh, being ever so gracious to us in the last week. So thank you, Monica. Um, and socials, uh, the on brand pod in most places. And oh, look, a magnet. And we have magnets. A wild, wild magnet with gold on it. We actually sell gold. We're a podcast. We sell, sell gold. gold. So real gold. Delivered Actual to your home. physical gold. Delivered to your home in a nice hmm. package. Someone put a picture of that somewhere on the Reddit, actually. And, and ah, it was cool. like, holy, 
Did you not see that? Oh yeah, someone was like, oh yeah, Dude. I got my thing. I got this. It was a while ago. It was uh, some, uh, someone was like, oh, I got my thing from Lauren. It's really cool. Look at all this. You know, it's really nicely packaged. It's really you know, got this other thing That's here lovely. as well. It's, I yeah, can't no, wait it's, to it was, see it. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Go check our. <laughs> Everyone else, go and check our socials along with Lauren. <laughs> Do not make um, my life choices. Go enjoy your socials. I will get there as soon as I can. <laughs> and uh, personal socials, I'm at Elworth Official and Lauren is at made.by.lauren.b. Um, any plugs this week? Are we quiet? Are we quiet for now? Are we quiet for now? Uh, I forgot. I was so thrilled with myself that I had a good old uh, good thing that I forgot. plugs. Yeah, I don't think there's any plugs other than just checking out stuff. Yeah. Um, and buy a you magnet. Know, link is in the description. I say buy a magnet. Yeah, buy a magnet and check out the rest of Lauren's store while you're there. Um, yeah, well, and hopefully uh, I actually do have more magnets now that I've got like the first play and catch up thing is having more dumb magnets. Cool. Around because cool. I can actually Love handle it. it now that Christmas is over and the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Over, now that the, so. the, the, the now that Hell Month is finished. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hell six. It's kind of <laughs> not. Six weeks. Yeah, the yeah. prospects were pretty grim since like Halloween. I think. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but we're getting there. Yeah, yeah January is yeah. gonna be a lot more. Um, at least less insane. Way less yeah. insane. Yeah. Less intense. I miss all y'all a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've both been fairly quiet on the old socials lately, and and there are reasons. I have so uh, many excuses. I have so many uh, reasons. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Patreon uh, might be the way. Either even if you like, you can follow us for free on Patreon, and we don't have a ton yeah. of public posts. Poster like access to everything is as little as a buck. You won't get a shout out, but you at least be able to find it and get all the you know paywall content and i it just seems like a better idea to at least all because the, there's too many of the socials and uh, mm, some mm. a certain letter of the end of the alphabet are crazy so our little patreon corner you know full of nazis yeah, is uh, pr pretty spicy mm. so mm. having like a little spot on patreon you don't have to pay anything just to follow us and to subscribe to what we do and putting out more kind of public stuff i am definitely posting a picture of that guy's wild ass like <laughs> yep yep Today, yeah, i'd love to know what, yeah. what room it is in this guy's house that that's what i'm curious about um it's like what room did you decide was this your office was that the decision i, I don't know none of it's good it doesn't matter what room it is it's not good um all right well uh we'll uh we'll see patrons for off brand um soon and uh yeah for everyone else we'll see you next week um for i imagine another heap of shit it's gonna be good it's gonna be Yay! good <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah yeah um all right Laugh well, or hammer we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there yep maybe both maybe both we'll yeah, see <laughs> all right we love you everybody we'll see you soon all right bye bye, bye, -bye, -bye. take care